Hello. Today is the day you've been waiting for. Maybe you've always been waiting for it, deep in your soul, since the day we were born. Today is another Through the Balcony Day. Okay, all of that aside, welcome. Tonight, we're just going to jump right into the game, because that's what's important. I just want to thank every single person who listens to this, for being a part of this adventure. It's just fun to be able to share it. I know I've said it before, but it's still true today. So to all of you, thank you. So, let's pick up where we left off, shall we? The end of summer seems like it was so long ago, but it marked the start of the path that led you to where you are now. In the radiant shrine of Kaven beneath the Isle of Halder, you first heard the words spoken that hearkened to the end of some cycle, spoken by the dark dragon god himself. As to what the cycle was, or what the end entailed, you had no idea. Even speaking with the goddess Aris, and later the fate Sheodoran, the only answer you got was that what you saw could be found where the old gods once dwelled, beneath the frozen wastes. As to where to start looking for such a place, that was left up to you to find. Ultimately, you set your sights on the northern isles of Kyrith, a small country where winter seemed to rule indefinitely. A land where even the northernmost seas would freeze solid by the time the solstice arrived. It seemed as likely a choice as any other. Upon arriving there, you quickly found yourself wrapped up with the Church of Solana, guardian of the Eternal Gate. In exchange for using their temples as a means to more quickly traverse the frozen land, you agreed to deliver a message to the champion of the pack, Polania. As so often happens, a simple task is never so simple. For one, the message to Polania was a call for aid from the city of Farglen, asking for help dealing with the necromancer that had taken up in the mines near the town. Secondly, Solana used this chance to directly speak with a newly ascendant cleric among you and propose an offer. Go with Polania in exchange for information on the frozen wastes. With no other leads to follow, you all agreed to lend what help you could. So you followed her to Farglen and rooted out the problem there, and moreover, were able to stop the plans that the Dread Necromancer Suitven had slowly laid out over the course of a millennia. You uncovered a few more mysteries in the process, including vast Ethereum veins in a land where no ley line should be, as well as a black, transmuted form of Ethereum none of you had ever seen before. Having aided Solana, she held up her end of the deal, and with Polania's aid you were taken to the long-destroyed city of Anavale. It had, in the years since its fall, become the home of the pack, and you were led through it to the Tomb of the Champions the final resting place of the members of the Shrouded Pack. Within, you were led to the tomb of Kieran Orcrest and his wife, Serfira. They had passed on over a thousand years before, but within the pages of Serfira's journals were details of the journey that revealed a location near the heart of the Greyfrost Sea, northeast of the city of Vareth. This was what you'd been looking for. A path before you, you exited the tomb, but not before Solana had some words with Kizzy. Now you stand outside the door, Kizzy with a new piece of the Nameless One's embrace and some decisions to make. Mysteries and spirits await you on the path ahead. The question is now, what will you do? We have an exact destination, right? Or at least an a approximate general destination. Idea. <laughs> okay. Based on uh, journal notes. That's right. And dates. It's like an dates. archipelago or something. Based on my little mappy map, because uh, you would have compared the map in the journal to the one that she had, which I think we did actually yes, do. You, did. Um, you copied it. <clears throat> yeah, and I marked where it was that we were going to be going. I would have lined it up because Adam said I could have mm-hmm. and then uh, so we have an idea of where we're heading we just need to get to Vareth to do it right Vareth yep. so that's somewhere that you have a transportation to circle to we should yes. probably yes I do I guess maybe somebody in the pack can help us message or send us um, send word that we're planning to go there so we're we don't just show up randomly God, up I was really hoping you forget that one Melania I was gonna send like thirty seconds after you got there. That's so rude. <laughs> Surprise! We're moving. We're going to a a, a temple. I, I know. assume. Yeah, I... that seems. I mean, but if you're gonna sneak into a temple, why would you go through the teleportation gate? Why don't you just sneak in? Because you're far elsewhere? away, so you can only teleport in. Well, that that's not a sneaky way to do it. I don't want to sneak in. So, 
I don't know. I mean, a group of armed adventurers burst into your basement. You're gonna do something about it. Yeah. At least ask yeah. questions. Yeah. Yeah. So at least somebody around here hopefully has sending. I Ikaira. Did we meet them? She's yes. The elf, isn't she? Right. Yep. Yes. Is she cute? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Never mind. Taylor, what was the piece of armor you got? It was the boots, right? I got me the booties. The booties. So I guess I'll go seek out. Um, Polani can lead you all back okay. towards the pack. Because I remember, who else is here? Um, Asher and Valora. Asher, in fact, is going over and taking his mask and hood back from Valora, who is kind of standing quietly off to the back. I'll go over to Valora first and, like, like come on. We got to figure out what to, to go. do there. We just That's something that her and I will discuss. Don't worry about it. Okay. So Polania does kind of start leading you back to the main chamber of the, uh, the pack. Orlesa is here. That's yes. the person I kept forgetting yep. about. Yep. Yep. None of my business, Just though. about to ask, where's Orlesa taking out her frustrations? Um, you know that Orlesa is somewhere up top. You actually yes. saw her coming in. Yeah. She was peeking down, right? She was, like, she was actually up top outside, like peeking out at you guys coming in. Oh, so she was like really far up? Probably like five, six stories. Oh, okay. And then Whisper was taken to her, right? Yep. I bet they have a lot to discuss. Eventually, kind of come to that big circular chamber again, and uh, yeah, you got Laura and Asher to deal with. And uh, eventually, time you want to get take up to Alessa, or yeah, okay. I'll go talk to um, Akira. Kara, all right. Hi, um, I'm not sure if I introduced myself before, but I'm Kizzy. Well, I don't remember if you did either. Uh, so I'm my name. I'm Akira. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Polania told me that you it was possible that you could send um, sending for me to Vareth when um, we need to head over there because we're planning to soon and I didn't want to just pop in. Surprise, we're a bunch of strangers that happen to have your teleportation circle. Yeah, I can do that for you tomorrow. Thank you. Well, I mean, when when we set out, whenever that might be, I guess tomorrow. I'm just telling you, I can't do it for you today. Fair enough. All right. So we can't leave today unless anybody else here can do sending. Not that I'm aware of, no. All right. No biggie. Oh, man, I'm we're going to be here for a day. Yeah, more an evening. Because oh, isn't man. it like midday? It's, it's like a little, little later, like middle afternoon, because you guys went to the tomb and did all your oh, stuff. that's true, yeah. It did take us a couple hours to get up here, too, to unavail. What day is it? It's like the third of the year. Um, Based on what I know about how distance and maps work, um, how long does it look like it'll take us to get from Varith to the spot that we have marked on the map? Depending on how awful the terrain is, because that's there's no m- roads marked going north of Vareth, so it's going to be whatever rough terrain it is. If it was just standard terrain, you would you would guess a week, maybe a couple days more. So okay, seven to ten days. Right. Damn. Um, and then if the weather's bad, it would slow you down significantly. So was it like looking at two weeks? Two weeks tops, maybe. Okay. You do recall from the journal that Sorfira wrote that she was expecting to be out for several weeks. Several weeks. If I recall. About two weeks is what it says. Uh that I remember. So that would it, that would kind of And that was what, a month later? I'm just trying to base on like the time of year. It was yeah, roughly a month later, I believe. Okay. So would the weather be worse now or then in a month? Probably about the same. Okay, so about two weeks. It's then. winter, it's cold. Yeah, it's, it's winter. There's it's lots of snow, winter. probably. Yeah, so uh, Ikaira agrees to do that for you All right. in the morning. Thank you so very much. Oh, you're very welcome. So, other than time, is there anything anyone else like, else like to do here? How cute is Farthrin looking today? <laughs> well, as <laughs> interesting as you say that, it's about when Farthrin gets back down here from delivering Whisper to uh, Orlesa. And he's looking just as cute as ever. Is Orlesa doing all right? 
Oh, uh, uh, as all right as Orlesa ever is, yeah. Mm. Why, why do you ask? Uh, she was nice to me the last time I saw her, and I just, you know, I like her. She's a nice person. Well, I, she'll probably be down here for meals, I'm sure. Cool. Where do we sleep here? With the puppies. <gasps> That's where absolutely. Well, there, there's a number of chambers that have been kind of cleared out and made ready to, you can just for sleeping in. So, uh, take your pick. Where's yours? <laughs> Her face every time. Every time. Uh, he, he he coughs and uh and, and blushes a bit. Oh, um, well I I could show you that later if you'd you'd like. I'd like to set my stuff down. Oh sh- sure, uh, come with me. And so he leads you kind of back <laughs> into the ruins a bit. She really does just want to set her stuff down. I'm sure. For now. Um right. so anybody else? I want to talk to Asher and figure out what he wants to do. Okay. He's kind of sitting over by the fire they got there, warming his hands. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Have a seat, Zenithia. Okay. I'll sit down next to him. So what's your plan? Well, I was going to discuss that with all of you. I would very much like to tag along with all of you if you would let me. Still? Yes. <laughs> Why? I, get I mean, f- that sounds mean, but really. I, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's not too far out of character for us in our relationship. That's fine. Whoop! Relationship. They're um, dating. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Opposites. <laughs> I get a very strong feeling there's something of interest going to happen there. I would just like to be there for it. You just want to be around for all the interesting stuff. I really do. What are you going to do after? I don't know. You just travel around? Yeah, wherever uh, Ravaketh sends me or whim takes me. I mean, as long as it doesn't bother you. I'll be fine. How about you, Olek? I have no idea what Olek wants to do. We're in a volcano. We're in a city. We're in a volcano city. <laughs> There's one of your kin around. Uh, kind of. Wait, he's a full orc? Yeah, he's a full orc. Ah, what kind of, oh, I bet it still sounds verily when you speak to him. Uh, yeah, it's still orcish. Yeah. <laughs> he's just different accent and a fucking boot dagger. <laughs> What about you, Absinthe? I was here for adventure. And the puppies? And puppies. Adventure. All right. There is a pile of puppies. Well, wolf in the corner. <laughs> no, they're kind of off to the side of the, like, the fire. There are, let's see here, eight wolves. Well, There's probably like five of them kind of close together and three others kind of scattered off. I will cuddle them as much as they will let me. Some of them kind of they'll approach you slowly over time, and you'll brushies. get a couple of... If you give them brushies. Just brush, 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 brush. Give them pets. Yawn tree is readily available. He, like, Yantri, you're familiar with Yantri. Uh, he comes over and he lays Aww. his head in your lap pretty readily. I have been chosen. Who, what three wolves are staying away? Or, like, not exactly in the group? Um, there is there's, there's a, a jet black wolf, kind of a red sable colored wolf, and then a uh, very pale like, gray wolf. Yantri is um, Helania's, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Hilja is Whispers, and Hilja's is not here. What's Farther in the Fool's name? Altea. She's there too. Yep. Um, and I'd say she's probably another one that eventually comes over to Absinthe, being familiar with, with Absinthe. Um, yeah. Uh, eventually, if time, if you want to be led, someone can take you up to Orlesa as well. You need to be led unless it's particularly difficult to get there. Uh, they can give you some instructions. Yeah. But the, the instructions are, all right, you're going to want to go up here, jump over this broken step, and then there's kind of a door ducked around here. <laughs> he gets it all from the old... Um, is no. Pack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Tack will give you instructions on how to get there. All right. I usually have to take a running jump for that one, but <laughs> <laughs> the single step. <laughs> yeah, you can make your way up into the uh, kind of part of the tower and find your way to Orlesa. So yeah, you 
find your way up, and the farther up the tower you go, the the less kept up it is, and you find yourself kind of ducking out into outside balconies and back in, and there's snow piled up, and you, you can see where the footprints lead through the snow, so you know you're on the right track. And eventually you do get to a broad balcony roof on top of one of the little like side towers, and uh, Whisper is there uh, uh, quietly signing uh, Torlesa, and she's signing back, and they do kind of seem to be nearing kind of the end of their conversation as you approach and whisper. Um, as she sees you, she walks by and kind of pats you on the shoulder and kind of heads downhill, just following behind. Uh, Orlesa is standing on the edge, looking out across the city. Usually, you've always seen her very put together. Her hair just perfectly braided, very intense look. Um, right now, her hair is actually just blowing freely in the wind. Um, and she still has a fairly intense look, but she's a little more distant as she's looking out over the city. Um. Enjoying your time back in Kyrith? As much as I can. How are you finding it for yourself? It's very cold. <laughs> full of shades. Yes, it is. You weren't lying about the necromancers. Nope. There's reasons that I don't visit here often. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't plan on visiting often myself, but see how that turns out. Well, I'm glad to see that you're safe. I got a question for I want you to take a look at something. I'm going to just warn you, it might be mildly upsetting, but... You're the only person I know that has an adjacent, ex- well, I wouldn't say expertise, but knowledge of this sort of thing. All right, I'm curious. So I pull out the, the black Ethereum. Uh, do you hand it to her? I, I reach out so she can look at it, and if she wants to take it, she can take she, it. She picks up very carefully, and she looks at it. Internal screaming. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can roll inside if yeah, you want no, to. Yeah, no, no. Let's see what her initial reaction is. There we go. Oh, that's not great. That's what a... That's a 12. You don't really get anything from her. Okay. Um, she's she's definitely staring at it, and the expression is not one of confusion or surprise. Okay. Whoa. Where did you find this? Uh, deep in an abandoned, well, a sealed-off dwarven mine. Uh, seemed to be part of a... Eastwatch Ravine? Yes. Seemed to be part of a nest or a layer of a crystalline monstrosity that eats magic, and it seems to be the only thing that it doesn't want to consume magically-wise. That's interesting. Or potentially a byproduct of consuming magic. I'm not sure. I don't know, but these things absorb magic and are powered by it, so, and they seem to be uh, proliferating. Mm. I'm not familiar with any creatures associated with Ethereum like this. Yeah. Do you have experience with Ethereum like this? Yes. Not much. And what would your recommendation be with? I have nothing to really tell you. Do with it as you wish. I know that it is transmuted Ethereum. Transmuted Ethereum. What does that? Was Ethereum that had its form changed? I don't know by what process, but it can be reverse engineered and applied in different ways. Yeah, I I figured, and that's why I asked you. Interesting. It was something that uh, I gathered in my earlier days. All right. And. By gathered, I mean search for places where it had been stocked or found. It's a very rare material. Never found more than a handful of it. Uh, of the black stuff specifically. Yes. Interesting. But, but that was enough. Okay. Oh, we're that was a whole lot of it. He only needed a handful to start the blood Ethereum. To learn how to uh, transmute Ethereum. Ethereum. She says she doesn't know. She doesn't know how it gets to the transmuted point. She just gathered it. But I am, I am familiar with it. Okay. It's, I'm a little uneasy that 
You seem to have found more. Yeah, well, good news. Good news is, at least for the next year, no one's going to be able to tap that resource. <laughs> it seems you've been quite busy, Thomas. Yeah. No rest for the wicked. Or the good. Or anybody. Nobody or gets anyone, sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gets to sleep. <laughs> how is, uh, how's Whisper doing? Whisper seems to be doing very well. She seems to have taken well to her new vocation. Suits her. I have a question for you, Timus. Mm-hmm. Do you hate me? Mm. Not anymore. And I'm not sure if I would describe that as hate uh, before to say I'm not as scared of you as I once was. The reason Solana sent me here is to get perspective. I have spent so much of my life chasing after one goal, one revenge, and I don't regret all of it, but I do regret that you may have suffered and that I may have failed in the task that your mother gave me in seeking that vengeance or justice or whatever it was. I can't reverse time and fix it, but that would be even more terrifying if you could. I'm glad you're finding a path that seems to be your own. I do have to say, pretty much all the skills you have taught me have prevented me from dying, so not a not a waste in the slightest. Well, that is... <laughs> that is certainly a comfort. I, um... I'm, I'm bad at this, but um, I admit that. I, uh... I realize your birthday was a few days ago. Yeah, I don't know. I, I realize that, too. I, uh usually just get you a weapon, but considering everything that didn't feel right. So she... Please don't. Did you please not elute? <laughs> <laughs> a black leather journal. <clears throat> oh. It's blank. So that you can mark your own path if you want to. Thank you. I'm learning that starting your own path is perhaps a good choice sometimes. Yeah. And so it's, it's a very nice journal. It's got a, a lock on it. That actually is an arcane lock. It can be activated by you. Um, it has three bookmarks in it. One is blue, one is red, and one is purple. Like cloth bookmarks that are kind of like woven into it. Um, it's got some kind of like silver edging around it. Um, and it has your name on the inside of the cover. Wow. Oh, this is very nice. She she seems very, like the first time I've ever seen her self-conscious about anything with giving Just, me that. Damn. <laughs> looks at it kind of uh, and then holds out his hand for a handshake. <laughs> <laughs> so delightfully awkward. Were you considering giving her a hug? Considering, yes, but then like I don't know. She gives you a hug. Oh. You can feel a little bit of tremble in her and she goes, "I hope that I hope that I've done my best by you, Timus." Ah, uh, you've done pretty good. You can do better though. <laughs> but everyone can do better. Stick burn. She actually, she actually laughs at that a yeah. little bit. Next one, I'll, I'll try not to leave a child at your doorstep. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is Whisper's turn for that. I'm just throwing yeah. that out there. <laughs> I mean, it'd be more fun to do it to Plania, anyways. What is your intention with this Black Aetherian? Is potentially forming it into some sort of weapon. Uh, that way, if we run into those monsters again. We can actually, you know, I don't know, 
hopefully to guard magical properties from being absorbed by these creatures would be the ultimate goal. But again, I wanted your opinion on this because I'd rather not have a weapon that makes, you know, a person explode upon death. Merkalon was always the person who was more well-versed in how these things worked. Yeah, so if you were going to tell me it's dangerous, don't mess with it, I would have just thrown it into it's the ocean. probably dangerous, but I don't yeah. know to what extent. It's not blood Ethereum. No, but I it understand. is... I do respect your insight on some, most things. Well, when it comes to blood Ethereum, anything I can do to keep you safe from it, well, we'll see. Things seem to come back. <laughs> I don't know how much more powerful she's gotten. I <laughs> don't know either. <laughs> but, uh, oh, oh, I want to describe that it was like a dark-haired elf man that came in into a, a, an illusion to just look at us. At this point, Mir has so many associates in so many places. Well, you never met. What's his name? Um, Thorn? She met Thorn. Okay. Yeah, they worked together for a hot second, didn't they? Well, he had vested interest in the people. Yes, he did. Have not heard. I should probably check up on him. If you ever get it in your head to deal with Mare. Oh, I, I, at this point, I've got too many other things on my checklist. That would most likely happen by accident. Or if anything else was involved. But no, no, it is not currently on my to-do list. So, and if it does, I will let you know. Solana has made it clear to me that I am to back away from it. My intent is to return to the clan and disband it. They were a means to an end, and honestly, it will be a bit freeing to be have that burden gone. <sighs> Probably going to go deal with my mom soon, so... I don't envy you that. No, but I want to get it done because I've been avoiding it. And I should. <laughs> Can it, you're hesitating? <laughs> like a warning your, would be. Your mother did have dealings with Mirkalon in the past. Oh. Aided her, as well. She seems to be aiding a lot of people. I don't particularly care for. She g gave information. I don't know to what end the information was, but I was sent to get your mother because your mother's of her expertise. That's what Mir Kalan's interest in her was. So I brought her in to answer questions. Were you there for the questions? I was not. Oh, dang it. That's okay. So your, your mother did not work for her or with her. She was a consultant, essentially. I just, I don't know what Mir got out of that exchange. Because I'm like, I'm pulling up a blank on what I know from the journal, so. I do know that some months after that meeting, we went and went out into the open ocean. She went to, she and several others went to the ocean floor and she returned alone with some kind of object hit. The ocean floor? What? That's terrifying. you wants to go. <laughs> I don't know what it was. She recovered. I'm trying to think of what it could have been. Was this before or after she had the spellboard talisman? This was before. Because before. Yeah, this was before. Okay. This was before you were born. Yeah, I, I, I figured. She didn't have the spellboard talisman until after you were born. I did not know that. Well, would you like me to tell her hi? <laughs> if you wish to. Um, uh, I don't know how I'm going to. 
I. Who's introduced? My wisdom would be do your best to ascertain the situation before you do any of this. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, that's just tricky. Anyway, that's not your problem. That's my <laughs> <Yes>. problem. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not your problem. Uh, if, I guess if you hear from Kizzy that everything went south, everybody's like, dead. Everyone's dead. Well, you you tell you tell Kizzy that if she gets you killed, she'll answer to me. <laughs> All right. <gasps> oh, what, what? Ascendant cleric or no? <laughs> oh, come for her. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't want to come for her. Well, oh. Uh, anyway. <laughs> She's cute, right? <laughs> Who isn't? Everybody is cute to somebody. Absolutely. Wow, that's deep, Adam. I am just I'm trying to arm you with as much as I can. Yeah. Well, keeping secrets has not helped me these years, and it obviously has not helped your mother. It has not helped me at all either. So I'm trying to be better, whether Solana forces me to or not. Me too. <laughs> These snarky ass champions. All right. Let's. It's cold up here. Let's. Yeah. Let's go down. Let's go down. There's a fire. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. For not just the journal. Also, when's your birthday? Because now this is weird. Her her birthday is in the early spring. Okay. All right, so you, you two can talk a little bit and make your way back down. Um, Bitsy, you. I was gonna commune with the spirits of spiritiness. <laughs> All right. Ah, their official title. I see. <laughs> <laughs> or I was gonna try. I guess I might not succeed. Oh, that's not bad. Twenty-two. All right. What are you trying to get from the spirits? I guess I'm kind of trying to see if I'm getting any more from the head head one. Like like if it's is she still talking to me in like pictures or am I like getting a little bit more or I don't know. Where do you commune at? Higher. Higher, okay. So you kinda of climb higher up in the tower. Um, so you, you go up and you sit on the top of the tower and you're communing and you can sense the presence of that, of Usio. Yeah. But there's no voice from her. It's just, I mean, everything is is her in a way that it's winter in just the deepest sense here. Was and she, you can... Did she still talk to me in pictures or was that only... That a was a, a mo- a something sent to you. But you do hear the sound of kind of gentle claws on stonework Kenta. <laughs> Kenta comes and sits beside you. Evening, Spirit Walker. Good evening. Anything I can assist you with? Oh, I was just, you know, I met a, a new spirit friend, so I was just seeing if there was any more to be said or if I'm just supposed to wait. Or I think when you meet her, you'll have plenty to talk about. Probably. She's not too fond of mortals in her realm, though, so I would be careful. Like, she wants to eat me? Or, like, just I'm gross? Or, like... Just mortals in her realm. It took my intervention the last time and he needed to go into her realm. So I can't assist you this time. Okay. Yeah, um... I mean, I get the feeling that, that she wants to talk to me. I'm just saying be careful. It's not a place friendly to mortals. Oh, like the whole place, the not whole just place. her. Yes. Oh, okay. It's designed to keep mortals away. 
Does it have a name? Not that I can speak of. <laughs> well, is it because you don't want to speak of it, or because... Aslana tells me I can't. Something about the spark of divinity I carry in my breast. Oh, so because you're a divine. Tide. He's divine, oh. he can't. But the spirits could talk about it? Other spirits, I mean. Yes, they, they I'm just a little bit to. bound beyond what, or more than they are. You don't sound extraordinarily happy about that. <sighs> Slana's a good partner. I, I wish her no ill will. It's just a burden sometimes. He kind of like scratches at his neck with his back foot. But I've grown accustomed to it. So how did you help them there? Like, is it like a portal-y kind of thing? Or like, we temporarily I, ascend? Or I like... spoke to Usia on their behalf. Oh, okay. And allowed them, she allowed them through her storm. Okay. Did they come back? Oh, yes. Okay. Were they druids or no. spirit walkers? Or? A champion and my chosen. Oh, right. Yeah, them. Seeking prey. Oh, uh, I'm not. Well. Mm. But that's a story for another time. No, no. Tell <laughs> it now. I mean, do they have a hard time with it? With their little escapades. I mean, they had my aids, so yeah, well. there was no chance of them losing. Yeah. It was, true. I have had rarer hunts since then that brought me such excitement. <laughs> well, there's still one king left, so. Ah, he's so boring. Oh. I'll find him, though. He'll taste old. <laughs> 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 Don't like old. Okay. Good. He should have been dead a long time ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like old prey. The meat is so stringy and gamey. I mean, none of that sounds appetizing, but... <laughs> I'm hungry. I don't really eat meat, so... Ah, it's a shame, but I understand. Well, Spirit Walker, I wish you well on your journey. I feel the need to hunt tonight. Oh, okay. I mean, not like near me. No, no, okay. no. Or, Just you know, comrades. To run through the snow and feel the wind in my fur and crack. I was just making sure, you know. I mean, you just... You just... Fair enough. Oh, like Evening spirit walker. And he just leaps off the tower, which is like ten stories up, and just lands in the snow and bounds off. Go off. Cool. <laughs> Him pupper. So, you guys have an evening to spend kind of talking with the pack. You find that they're a very diverse group of Individuals, Polania does not represent them. Because <laughs> he's relieved They're and disappointed and horribly <laughs> snarky. Not all of them. I mean, you've met Tack. Tack is just the gentlest little gnome fellow. Gartuk is the brooding, silent type in the corner. Um, you, you've met Farthrin. He's quite pleasant. I don't know. They all seem to have a touch of tortured soul. Well, that's kind of a requirement. Yeah, a little bit. I'm just, you know, there is a similarity between them. Um, you are you, Ikairas is one of the more charismatic, but like to the point of make kind of like a fool of herself to entertain others kind of thing. Like she's just kind of the jokester in the group. What a cutie. Then there is a, you meet later Orbidin. He is a male dwarf. He is gruff and quiet, um, but t- seems to be looking out for some of the others. He's a little bit older. Uh, you then meet a half elf, uh, Sierra. And she is a, a little bit more, uh, like, teases others, has a little bit of that Polania in her, or, like, teasing some other people. You can see why she and Polania get along, and you do see that. And then you meet a, a dragonborn. 
Uh, their name is uh, uh, Jazik, and uh, they have silver scales. Fabulous looking. Silver. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's Whisper and Orlesa. Orlesa does kind of come down to do her version of socializing, which is mostly hanging up around on the upstairs balcony where she's in sight but looking down. So before Kizzy goes to sleep... <laughs> <laughs> um, Read like I, a book. <laughs> I'd probably talk to her. I'd probably want to talk to her um, about what Kenta told me. Because, you know, I'm, I'm assuming I put two to two together. That, like, the spirit I'm meeting probably has to do with where we're going and then Mm -hmm. the two people that went (laughs) there are probably the same two people that her journals. Mm -hmm. For record, Kizzy did just go put her stuff down and then came right back because she wasn't going to leave Valora by herself for very long. before we bed down for the night. I know, but I just wanted people to know that Kizzy wasn't gone for, like, 45 no, minutes. I assume no, gone no, for no. like 10, 15 minutes to go set stuff down. I kind meant of walk like before we go to bed. Yeah, okay. That's what I was talking about. Like, I just meant before everything winds yeah, down, right, I guess. Okay. That's that's what I meant. Um, anyway, so yeah. So um, so I talked to Kenta. Um, really? Yeah. He's it, still here? Uh, it's complicated. Oh, okay. Uh, He's here, but not here. Fair enough. Um, anyways, uh, so he told me... About me meeting this like head spirit lady. The um, one that knocked you out. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So just, she um, just so I know which one we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So she, I I think she's um she's in the same place that we're kind of headed to. Is that good or bad? Um. <laughs> little column A, little column B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Not I'm great. Like, I mean, like we're going the same direction, so that's good. Because I mean, we could kind of deal with two things at once, but mm. like. He made it sound very difficult to get into wherever we needed to get into. He said that it took him helping the, his the champion and stuff to actually get there. Okay. And do we have his aid again this time? Or no? no. I'm, but she wants to talk to me, so I'm. So maybe I'm maybe I'm the way that we can get in there. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I guess I just wanted to let you know because, like, you know, you found that journal about the two people, and like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of guessing it's this similar, same yeah, the same time, the same, possibly the same people. Okay. Um, well, I mean, we when we were traveling down there, we didn't see any other champion chosen combo, right? And he had specifically said the two of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So yeah, but uh, he made it sound like it was not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. So. Well, we've traveled through the deserts. So I guess we can travel through a frozen sea. Yeah. <laughs> should be super easy. I'm sure. Just take a wagon um, also, or something. Also, I mean, she and this place are not very fond of mortals. Did you say mortals? Mortals. Mortals. So um, I guess that means we probably won't be staying long. No. But yeah, so I, I think, uh, I, you know, I just wanted to share the information so we can be prepared to, you know. It's, you know, it's not going to be a walk in the park, I guess. Yeah. So <clears throat> We'll have to discuss that with everybody before we leave tomorrow. Yeah. Or, you know, once we're all together. Yeah. So is there anything else people would like to do? Because he wants to go talk to Orlesa. All right. Have I ever met Orlesa? I can't in remember. Passing, you yeah. have in passing in seen Orlesa. Okay. Uh, you know Orlesa has some association with time. You know that she is a, a champion of a different pack than Polania. I'm just going to leave it at that. So you have to go You go up to the <laughs> upper level. and Yeah. I'll um be like... Hi, Alyssa, can I join you for a moment? If you wish. Well, is it okay with you? I have no problem with it. Well, I just wanted to check and see how you were doing. I'm managing. I'm Managing? 
I'm learning the lesson that Solana wishes me to learn. What is it this time? Perspective. Hmm. And what I've been doing wrong. Well, we all have room for improvement, right? It seems so, yes. So, how long are you supposed to be here in Kyrith? I'll be here through the gathering, and then Whisper and I will return back to uh, Nadrin. Oh, you'll take her with you? Yes, um, I need to take her to meet the uh, champion of the cloak pack. That is her next task. Why is that? To determine where she is going to belong. Oh. Hmm. How many of your pack are there? Seven. And they're all on, like, are they spread out? They're scattered. I don't know exactly where all of them are at the moment. The veil is not as good as keeping track of each other. Well, when you're spread out over, like, multiple countries versus being only in Kyrith, it kind of makes sense. We're more special forces. All right. I mean, what is it you're going to do after this? I mean, you'll take Whisper to the other champion, but then after that? I do not know yet. Fair enough. Not return to my previous task. Is that upsetting for you? Yes. Is it because it was something that you were close to finishing, or...? (laughs) It is a mistake created by me, and I feel like I'm the one who should have to rectify it. You made a mistake, and then Solana was like, be my champion. Polania made a mistake and was like, yo, I'm Solana, be my champion. That's what I'm saying. Tortured souls, man. They're all tortured souls. Solana chooses... It's not as much forgiveness. She has nothing to forgive us for. She just gives us a chance to learn from the mistakes we've made and move forward. It's it's she sees some aspects of herself in each of her champions and that is how she chooses us. What an honor. I suppose so. She doesn't demand much of us that we aren't willing to do. That's probably pretty good. I have somebody I just met recently who seemed like they were doing something they wanted to do, but I have high suspicion that that's the exact opposite. She's pointed out to me that I have been obsessed with the task rather than the path I'm on. So I will have to hand it off to another. Do you know who that is yet? I do not. Hmm. I assume that will be something tied into what I do once I deliver Whisper where she is going. Well, I can't speak for the whole group, but when we went up against those people with the blood Ethereum weapons, it definitely, it didn't sit right. Because it is not. Which is fair. It killed this child that, I mean, I couldn't save him, but the other one got out okay, and I guess it's better than no one getting out okay. I just, um, I haven't forgotten about that. I don't think anyone who was in that room or in that situation has forgotten about it. But maybe whoever needs to deal with the next, we can team up. If we're ever in the neck of the woods, I suppose. I would caution you greatly. Oh, I... Merkelon is not a force to be reckoned with. I, the only time I wish to reckon with them is when I, like, want to kill them or, like, end what they're doing. And I'm not powerful enough to do that based on... Just seeing what their lackeys did. I've given the offer to, to time as well, but if the day ever comes where you are forced into a conflict with them, I will lend you what aid I am allowed. Well, I'll remember that. I just want to check and see if you were doing all right. Someone said that you were being, uh, what was the word? Volatile. Who said I was being volatile? Oh, I'm not that dumb. I'm not going to say any names. I was with a group She of puts a pack. hand very gently on your shoulder. I look at her very sweetly. Solana values honesty in her pack, Kizzy. <laughs> I will tell you honestly that it was a pack member. Was it Polania? I will say no more. But no. And I'll uh, <laughs> think it was good to see you and I'll slip off. <laughs> she shakes her head as you walk away and goes back to looking at over the balcony. So, anything else you guys would like to do this evening other than snuggle puppers? Roll a 
charisma check. Just straight charisma oh. check for me. It was like 14. By the end of the night, there are uh, sick puppers kind of gathered around you. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the pupper ruler. I just want to be one of them. You really are. I mean, you could. I could turn you into one. I could turn me into one. Yeah, you could turn you into I one. I could too. also potentially turn you into one. But <laughs> <laughs> for like a minute. Potentially. <laughs> you could also turn into an octopus or something. I don't know. Direwolf's I mean... right there. I mean, I have the spell slots. I'm going to become a wolf. And master. For an oh, hour. It's fun. All right. Yep. So now you are a pupper in a pupper pile. And now you have all the puppers over there with you. <laughs> New dog. New dog. New dog. Yes. <laughs> you get lots of cold noses in your butt. Well. Morph. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. It's, that's how the they say it. And it, being polymorph, you're a little bit more instinctual, so it doesn't really bother you. No. They, you get the sense that they know you're not a wolf. Oh, yeah. Like, 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 like there's this almost this, like, unspoken, like, body language communication between them, and you you pick up on it on some level because you just your instincts pick up on it and you're like, "Oh, you're not a wolf. You're but you're 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 a not wolf, but they're still You're wolf shaped right now. Yeah. You're yeah, not so yeah, they're wolf like, wolf "Oh, shape. you're wolf shaped." Okay. <laughs> That's so sweet. I like that. Bef- um d- does this group seem like they're the partying kind? I think to Good some extent, question. I don't think that they drink a ton. Um you what? get the sense that they're trying to save some of the ale they have left when the others arrive. But they do drink at night, and they have a, they relax and. All right, so cute. So the evening kind of winds down. Is anyone going to do anything, Kizzy? Having fun and drinking. <laughs> yeah, Kizzy will drink for a bit, but like keep her wits about her because after everyone, when everyone's going to bed, she knows exactly where her stuff is. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I guess I'll um keep an eye on Valora too. Okay. If she ever wants to approach me at any point, like Kizzy's not going to bug close, her. She's always close, but she's. Valora is kind of off, like, she's way in her own mind and is kind of just passively aware of what's going on around her. Yeah, if she ever wants to talk to Kizzy, Kizzy's like, let her know, like, you can talk to me at any point, but I'm not going to bug you until you want me to, because I've got a lot going on right now. By the end of the evening, she would approach and be like, I understand that all of you are leaving in the morning. Yeah, I guess, do you want to come with us, or? I don't think that's wise. I mean, that's fair. It sounds like you're dealing with things of importance and you don't need me interfering. I would hate for you to get hurt. I don't know if what or if any influence Suitven still has on me. I don't want to be an unknown in a potentially dangerous situation. That's understandable. I get it. Um, so there's a place that yeah, some of us have kind of suggested it before, but... um. Somewhere that you could possibly go that isn't Kyrith. If you're, if you're done being here, there is nothing for me here. I I have, I don't know what I would do. I would wander and do whatever I could. There's no need to wander. You should head to Jarmalk. If that is what you wish. I I wish for you to be happy, and I know that that's kind of a tall order right now because you're right on the other side of something terrible that's happened to you, and I don't know if like happy is really in your realm right now. But I believe that someday you can be. And you should try out Jarmulk for a bit, is all I'm suggesting. I can give you money so you can make your way there now. So then maybe... Cause we're planning to go there, but if you're not coming with us to Varith, you could probably set out now. Do a little journeying by yourself, that wandering that you want to do. Maybe make it there and decide for yourself if along the way 
You find something else? Kind of how... By the way, you do have a way you could potentially send her there tomorrow. I do. You got a Bitsy. Bitsy. What a treat. I don't want to use Bitsy's magic for stuff that we need to. Plus, also, we'd be just popping her out and being like, hey, surprise, there's just random person, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I was just letting you know just in case. Well, Kizzy will say, like, Like, there is magical means. And then come back tomorrow. (laughs) There are magical means that could get you there sooner, but as a follower of Aris, I feel like the journey is part of the experience, and along the way, you can find things that distract you or aid you, however you wish to view them, but I know that the trek there is long, and it might take what, a couple of months by boat, perhaps? Or you can go to somewhere that has a teleportation circle and you can go to Dalsena and I could tell Grendon, the person who raised me. And there's a lot of options that we can explore. Oh, the necromancer lady? We could just send her back. Tree strider there. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's... You could, you could get her to Dalsena tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Kadena has a teleportation circle to the Dalsenan Temple of Solana. Because that's how you got here. Mm-hmm. So then we would go to Vareth. She would go from Vareth to uh, Cardena and then Cardena to um, Dulcera. Yes. Dulcena. Yes. Well, I planted a tree right outside her bar. Here's a coupon. Do go inside and tell them who you know. It would still take a month by foot to get from Dulcena to Jarmot, probably. It's so long. I, it, it, I mean, that was the way it took you to caravan there. So, I mean, if she took up with a caravan rather than going alone, it would probably take her a month to be in Jarmot. So your options are you could journey, and you don't have to do that. You don't have to do it the way I would. Um, or we could get you there magically, and we could talk to our barkeep, and we could find you somewhere for you to stay, and um, you could acclimate. You could also talk to uh, a ball. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So Jarmulk is the first place that I think of that I was. I felt like there was, um, like, how do you put it? Place for you? Made a maid home, like a like you chose home. Quite opposite. It's very warm compared to here, so I'd I feel like taking you from here to there. You'd feel terrible for days, or maybe great. Feel terrible, so it's not out of my way. We're gonna have to work on that attitude. (laughs) If we're gonna be friends, which I want to be friends with you, I want to find the funny part. God, you're gonna if you send her to Selkie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's how we fix people. How partial. (laughs) You get on the sending stone. God damn it, Kizzy. <laughs> it's sunshine. Um, Kiz- Kizzy will say that, like, even though she understands that the journey it could be important to her, and if not, that's fine. Um, but if she wants to be there by the time that we're planning to be there, because I think that we've all expressed interest in being there at the beginning of the year when all of the, like, election Pol- stuff goes stuff. down. Because, well, that's, like, in the first couple months, you said? or. It's- Rassen said it would be in the next couple weeks. Right. Okay. And so in the next couple weeks, we're going to be in Vareth and north of Vareth. Because you said it's going to take us two weekies in bad weather Mm -hmm. to get up north. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be there. Unless we go there for that and then teleport in later instead of tomorrow. We could all go to Jarmulk now. You you also don't know what the conditions are there yet. That's true. Uh, In Vareth. It could be like, oh, it's perfect travel weather. (laughs) Two days. Bam. Uh, it's seven to ten at the smallest. Oh, uh, I mean, based off of what I know, the spirit that's kind of in charge of this stuff, I would be more inclined towards bad weather. It is her season. And I mean, Kenza did tell me that it took him getting the the people that needed to get in. It took him take taking them there to, for them to get there. So it's probably not going to be going to be so easy to simply walk. <laughs> I, you know, 
if she's anything, I mean, she seems a mite scarier than Kenta, and Kenta's pretty scary. So I'd be inclined to kind of go talk to her because she seems like she wants to talk to me, and I don't really want to piss her off by not talking to her. But I, do, I don't know that we should put it off too long. I can make a call today. What time is it there? It's probably like what midday. It's earlier in the day. That's yeah, definitely earlier okay. in the day. So then, um, I could make a call and we can get you there today, and then you can just do some self exploring in the desert. <laughs> Explore yourself in the desert. Whoa. I don't know. I mean, you know, a ball might. Oh, it's known. Well, she's, yeah, she's pretty good at. I was going to try all the avenues first. Mm. Um, what is Valora? Uh, Valora is. Not keen on spending two to three months on a ship. <laughs> it does not uh, strike her as the most fun thing in the in the world. Uh, right. She's never been on a ship and is not particularly fond of the idea. Okay. Um, but she says she will absolutely do whatever it is that you want her to do. Wow. Wayne. Um, <clears throat> off the table for kisses. A petrified absent. Because right. he has standards. You fuck my friends and I won't fuck you. Um, I feel like that is not true. She, had, she had <laughs> learned her lesson with Moss. Um, a liar. She was lonely. <laughs> well, Moss didn't directly. He was involved. Hurt. But yeah, yeah. that whole it. group kind of fucked with the group. Yeah. So we're gonna get anyway. <clears throat> not important. <laughs> well, Laura, I want you to find somewhere that you can eventually heal. So Jarmok is the best place that I can think of that. And everyone else is really like time and Oleg had suggested it, and I mean, I am I am all right with that. It's if and if one day I need to return to Kyrith, I return to Kyrith. But I have no direction. I don't. Uh, we know this deep gnome. You can hang out, and make cool stuff. Um, what, whatever it is that you wish, I will. <laughs> I'll follow that path. What hobbies do you have other than necromancing? Just regular romance. <laughs> romancing. I've. Delved into ruins and explored ancient cities and the like. You might really fit in, <laughs> in Jarmal. <laughs> and we're just like, we got the <laughs> friends for you. <laughs> I might want to introduce you to our friend Amaya. Oh, oh like, can I have the um, Rocky Talkie, please? Yes. Thank you. Um, so Kizzy will call uh, Rastin. <clears throat> Calling Kazam. Afternoon, sunshine. Thank you. Afternoon. Oh, it's nighttime here. I've been drinking a little. Anyway. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Oh, well, you know, I'm in Kyrith. It's cold here, and I'm yes, a tiefling. Yes, and the last time we were speaking, you were talking about going through a moonstone door and didn't call me back after that. <gasps> what? You could have called us back at any point, Rastin. If you were that worried, Oleg would have totally picked I up. decided it would not be wise in case you were sneaking somewhere and my voice alerted whatever it was. The vibration. I mean. <laughs> You're all right, then. I regret to inform you that Absinthe died. Roll a deception check. Yeah. <laughs> Am I in earshot of this? Yes, because you're a wolf and have a passive perception of 8 million. <laughs> I like glance around and see Absinthe. Absinthe. Fine, I'll roll a deception, but I'm not trying very hard. I'm going to howl. Yeah. 13. We had to resurrect her as a wolf. I don't believe you. Smart man. I was kidding. We all made it out all right. Um... We found quite a bit of stuff that I think you would find very interesting. Has Amaya made it back into town yet? She has. That's good. How is she? Tired. Um, a little bit shaken after everything she went through, but she's fine. Is she with you? Uh, not at the moment, no. Okay. Um, we, I think, fought something that was similar to what she dealt with 
Oh, that's that's wonderful news. Yeah, we we managed to take care of ours. I'm glad. Um, like I said, we found some really interesting stuff. But I have a friend who might be able to. I have an acquaintance who might be able to um assist you guys specifically Amea in the exploits that she's currently taking part in. I'm sure she'd be excited to hear that. Um, a friend in Kyrith. Um, I, I said an acquaintance. <laughs> a sudden acquaintance. <laughs> Well, I, I'm sure that she'd be interested in meeting this person. We might be able to bring her over today. Oh, well, that would be quite sudden, yes. We've all experienced some new magic recently. <laughs> and Bitsy has something that she can get us to and from Jarmel pretty quickly. Well, that's quite impressive. Mm-hmm. See, all of the tree sleeping came in handy. Yeah! I could actually, well, depending on what wards are on the place, could tree stride to Kalis's place. And, and uh... Because I've seen all the trees there. Where is Amea now, do you know? I believe Amea is uh, at the Night Lotus's compound. All right. Any news on when they're going to have that election situation? I believe... Uh, is election the right word? It's it's a, a meeting of sorts. It, I've been around for it, but never partaken in it. It's really... They go through their process to determine who's going to be, which princes have the most influence and rearrange their... Nonsense. Um. <laughs> Rearrange their nonsense. Rearrange your nonsense. I mean, for what <laughs> I believe it, I believe it will take part in the mm. third week of the month. Okay. Mm. Might be able to make it into town by then. Well, I'm sure that a ball would appreciate your presence here. Would us being there help anything? I don't think it would influence the actual proceedings, but like we couldn't just be muscle. We show up like yo. I, I mean, you could ball. certainly do that. <laughs> oh, we support her. I don't think become... I can do that. You know, we're kind of making a name for ourselves. Shit. <laughs> I, I just I don't think I can do that. You're an independent bar owner. That's all. That... All right. Well, if we know, well, okay, taking part in the so third week. So two for one drinks plus Bitsy minus Oleg. <laughs> minus Thorn plus Anithia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was mainly checking to see if um, Ameo was back and all right. And then if um, you had a new date at that point. Um, and you're doing okay. That's great to hear. Anything else that you'd like to report from your point of view? Uh, nothing stands out to me, no. It's, which is, no news is good news. Yeah, except for when I don't call you back after a moon, moon door This entrance. is true. Thank you for pointing that out to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rastin. We just got um really caught up in some things. You know how it is I for us. I look forward to hearing about it whenever we can sit down and properly talk. I'll make sure Oleg tells you the story. I look forward to it even more. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, bye. <laughs> uh, bye. Uh, bye. <laughs> so are, you, are you gonna send her tonight or wait until tomorrow? I was gonna contact a ball with a sending in twenty-five words or less. Ask her if she's busy, if it's possible. I would have okayed it with Bitsy yep. for us to do. And then, um, is there a tree around here that we can get back through? You no. Know, you would have to go farther down the mountain. You have to travel a little bit down the mountain. Find how the many? Ma- how how you long? You probably wouldn't. You'd have to do it tomorrow at this point. It's it's a couple hours down the mountain. Hmm. We'd have to go down the mountain. Because you're above the tree line where you're at. Do the tra- do the transport there. Have Bitsy come back. Too you bad could, I you can't. can just push her through the tree. Or you could all go through and then teleport to Varys. You turn into a giant goat with her on your back. <laughs> <laughs> I could turn down the both mountain. into giant goats. Or you could turn into a giant eagle and carry her. Or both giant. Chuck her into a tree. Um, <clears throat> we could pop into Jarmulk together so then we're all ready to go to 
haunt yourself with warmth for like uh, 30 seconds. Time, right. Time's not going to want to go because it's like, if I go, bundled up, like, I'm not, but I'm not leaving. Right. I mean, we don't you all can, have to go. We just, you do have, all have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't, can't do Peace Tried twice in the same day. Yeah. Oh, we'd have to be there. Unless you went out with her tonight and then came back the next day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could get down there pretty fast as yeah. something large okay. and flying. Okay. Yeah. If you're okay with just you two going. All right. Just write a letter or something. Well, because he's going to send this to a ball. This is our necro friend. I mean, you she coupons, can also so. speak for herself. So I'm the only one who's going to experience warmth. And it's okay, though. I want to come back because they don't really have trees. <laughs> well, okay, so he we'll... like nature. Because Betsy doesn't have to go through the tree, right? She's just you can push, push the through. Laura through if yeah. you want to. Oh, you, push her you through. can just come up back the mountain. Yeah, you can just open the tree and send people through. Like a pool. Is she okay with me just shoving her out there? If Kizzy tells her to, she'll do it. Why how? You got some power there. Wink. Although I might have some armor ready. That's true. Yeah, but then it's yes. going to take us longer. I can't just pop down there with two people, I think. It's the... I mean, it just makes it a day later. And we all got to go have crazy Jarmulk adventure. Whatever y'all want to do. Whenever we go to Jarmulk, it needs its own stupid episode for us to be dinglebats It needs its own story time. arc. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's the truth. 14 episodes in Jarmulk. I mean, Valora knows how to talk. So it's not like she's gonna walk through and be like, <laughs> "You can, you can give her a letter of introduction if you want to." I mean, yeah, I could write something up, but um, I was gonna send to a ball and inquire, be like, "Hey, I have somebody here who I think their skills could help you, and they need somewhere to kind of start anew." Also, I hope you're doing all right. She sends back and says, "Doing well. I am more than interested to meet your friend. The doors will be open for her." Incoming. <laughs> Um, so then I'll send again and say that uh, you should expect her this Tonight? evening for you. Describe her, maybe? Yes. Name Valora, um, half-elf woman. It, you you can arrange it. Um, if, if that's how you guys want to do it, then Valora will kind of quietly thank all of you as kind of a, a whole. She doesn't really qu- know what words to say. I would have given her the letter and be like, you can use this if you feel like you don't know what to say, but you're looking for... Oh my god, what's a ball's last name? Sorry. And probably a Maya Oberon. Yeah, I'll tell her those two names. Uh, those people, oh, Amea specifically has a lot of experience with ruins and ancient cities, and I feel like you and her will have a lot to talk about. Mention the crystal monster that we fought. She might have some information to share with you and you with her. Um, All right. She's the one with the cool glove. Yeah. She has a, go- a golem? Yeah. She's very sweet, though. and um, But also, she can kick ass, so... Don't get on her bad side. All right. And then if you ever feel like getting a drink, we'll look to have a coupon for her. (laughs) 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 I could just see Oleg like going for one and then just grabs a bunch and then just go. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the card trick where you just like. (laughs) 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 Go to the Bitsy Spider if you ever feel like you want to drink or maybe just talk to people who might have a similar view as you. Um. I'll let them know. You'll ask for Selkie. She's the barkeep. Oh, all right. Very, I'll, very sweet tiefling. Oh, deception check. Okay. <laughs> I was like, can I shake my head while she's talking? <laughs> you <that?"> absolutely <laughs> can. <laughs> I think she's very sweet. I'll also let her know that you're coming in. She should probably expect maybe a visit, but no pressure. Oh, all right. I, I can't thank you enough. Hey, you need to. You've already done it like ten times. It's fine. We'll see you soon. All right. I'll look forward to it. Cut loose a little bit, okay? It's gonna be all right. I'll do what I can. I believe in you. All right. Is that it? Yes. All right. So she kind of inclines her head to you, thanks you profusely. Bitsy, you carry her off via 
Take one of your bird form. Yeah. You make it down below. Really fast, yeah. Below the tree line. You're super fast, not carrying people, so it's super nice. Like you can move 160 feet. I per thought I was carrying her. Like or not carrying two people. Oh. Because oh, okay. when it was when you were when you had two people, you were heavily laden. She's light. She she can kind of crouch down. She elfly. Um. So yeah, you you get get down there in an hour. Must Drop refrain a, from spinning. Must refrain from spinning. Um, so y y you land, you're able to <laughs> drop your form, open a tree, or open one of the trees. She kind of bows and, and thanks, and as she heads through, and Valora is gone. So you, you then return, and you can spin to your heart's content. Woo! Woo! Barrel roll! Barrel roll! Um, you guys all kind of bed down. So you guys all just, night. like, see this giant eagle coming back. Wee! Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, she looks so happy! Nat 20 to do an awesome landing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so after everyone makes their way to bed, uh, time's going to go sneak off and talk to Alessa again. All right. Here, I thought it was going to be Asher. <laughs> no. He's, he's too fancy. <laughs> All right. Okay. He's got too much money. All right. So, uh, yeah, you find you find Alessa without any issue. Yeah. She's probably not sleeping. No. no. <laughs> she never sleep. She does. Just... Not very long. She'll sleep when she's dead. Me too. Evening. Evening. Uh, so I was doing some thinking while everyone was enjoying themselves. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. It's been something I've been thinking about for a while, but can you take care of something for me? I can do my best. Hold on to that for people... Audio-wise, uh, time gave up the journal to Arlesa. Are you sure it would be better suited in your possession? I think where I'm going, it would, uh... You know, to be honest, I don't want to carry it anymore. I have it mostly memorized, but I think there's other people where I'm going, there's going to be people who are going to want it more than I do, and I think it's better left with someone that either doesn't care for it or has better intentions for it than anyone that would want to take it from me. So, if you find yourself bored and looking for something to do, have at it. I will hold on to it and keep it safe in case there's a time when you need the information that's within it. I feel like throwing it into the ocean? That is your prerogative. That feels foolish. Yeah, I've thought about it. I think it's time for me to not be, not be so, have so much of a tunnel vision. Are you sure you wouldn't rather your friends have this? They have what they need from it. Already. Very well. Yeah, so you hand the journal to her. She does kind of look at it, and seems it seems very heavy to her in her hand, and she does accept the responsibility. She understands what you're what you're giving her. And for her, it's like, oh, this is my, my friend's life work, so she's not going to destroy it. Yeah. But she'll hold on to it for you. Yeah. You want to go treasure hunting with it? I've had enough of whatever's in these pages for my life. If she only knew all the crap she was going to dish out to everybody, right in that journal. Yeah. So, all right, is everyone done for the evening then? All right, you wake up, um, you, the pack make breakfast for everybody, and I assume you guys are going to prepare to leave at some I point? <laughs> Undetermined. <laughs> <laughs> I did devotions, so I wasn't immediately ready for breakfast uh, in the morning. Did devotions wink? Okay. She did, look, it's like a walk of shame, but like... <laughs> it's I'm... not a walk of shame. She like comes out peppy, like, yeah, it was a great morning. How are you guys? Because he's probably do a... Oh, God. Oh a God. morning oh God. scout around the area with Whisper just before. Okay, you you and Whisper kind of kind of catch up and kind of have some some words and you spent time together, but you know you're you're going apart. Yeah. Um, before um 
It, it, Farthram would have offered to do your devotions at some hot springs that are kind of in the back of these uh, <laughs> ruins. Yeah. So Kizzy would have came out washed. But dirty. Uh. <laughs> so all of you going to gather to perform the spell to transport to Vareth? Does Ekira send for us? Ekira will send for you. Thank you so much. Polania comes up to all of you. Oh, little Polania. I almost hate to say it, but I'm going to miss y'all. I'm going to miss you, Polania. Yeah, even I'm going to miss you. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice, Shadow Soul. I'll miss you a lot. I'll say a prayer for you. Thanks. <laughs> Oliver? <laughs> You've been a good lot. I think I'll uh, wander Kairos a little bit. You gotta find new boots. I've been wearing boots. I had I had spares. I kept in my bag a hole the whole time. I I know that. But you gotta find. You need better boots. Oh, I'll I'll wander Kairos a bit. I uh, y'all may realize I'm a little bit too holed up in that bastion there. I'll have to return. It's my charge, but stretch those legs. Get oh, free. You're walking, going. Be free. If you got a better sending, wouldn't mind hearing a word from you. I'll do my best. She's very bad about that. I'm very self-centered. Well, if you ever need someone to give you a hard time, I'm right here for you. <laughs> oh, ha, ha, ha. Okay, Polania. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> she, she shakes her head at you. She's and, here I, and here I thought you were starting to take a liking to me. Of course I like you. Wait, do you <laughs> want a kiss, Polania? Because <laughs> we gotta go down and give her a kiss on the cheek. Oh, I tell you, you. I'll miss you. As you go so to kiss her on the cheek, she turns. She actually kisses you. <laughs> One more to fuck with you for the road. Be well, Solana. Watch all your steps. Thank you. <laughs> it's gonna be so quiet yeah, without your Polania. <laughs> I know. She could come. Yeah, you got it. So her. she's wait, got a job, man. Was she flirting with you? Oh, yes, and oh, no. <laughs> okay. She's messing with her is what she's doing. She's I know, but he it. Doesn't, it doesn't make sense to Bitsy. Bitsy's <laughs> trying to figure it out. She's like, I don't get it. So, <laughs> Zenithia, do you do your magic? Yup. Do you? So, Ikaira sends. Polonia says goodbye. You activate the spell and you step through. Make sure no one's by me. Ha <laughs> Oh, first spell of the day. <laughs> it's going to go up first thing. No. <gasps> You should have done something first. No, I'm at zero, so. All right, before we go, we'll be like, make sure to stay Damn clear and read my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you teleport across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the circle flares up. You all step into it, and you are in a kind of a basement area. It's, you're, you're underground. It's a little dark. There's only a little bit of the, the blue flames lighting it. There's some columns. You see the teleportation sigils to the other temples, um, and immediately... Uh, Kind of just by habit, too, the two paladins there kind of come more to attention and can see you and go, uh, you are the, you're the ones that Ikaira sent to us about. Yes, we're two for one drinks in Pitsy and Zenithia. Well, welcome to uh, Vareth. You'll, you'll come with us. And I'd like you now to roll for your wild magic. Oh, it's an 11. We're good. All right. Asher's here, too, Asher's right? Asher's here, too. He's just hanging out in the back. Guys, I'm here, too. Uh, you, you're kind of led up these this pretty long flight of stairs, so you feel like you're at least decently underground. You kind of come into a hallway that is behind the main sanctuary of this temple. It seems like they're probably just finishing up their devotions here because uh, it's still fairly early. Uh, but they're, they're not in the middle of them. They're all kind of starting to disperse. And unlike the uh, the temple like in Cadena, this place doesn't feel like it's underground. You can actually see some light coming in through some windows higher up on the walls. Uh, in the main sanctuary, there are dark gray columns that line the walls. And there's murals in between each of the uh, columns. Uh, there's some of Kentha, some of Solana. There's... Um, Fights against hordes of undead. There's a scene of a battle between Sutven and Solana, uh, and then there is a fight between uh, against some giant like shadow spider of some kind. And you see uh, some figures 
uh, uh, like from the temple, find those like temple armor, and then there's a, a someone with a bow firing a, a ray of light through it, piercing it. And so there's just would I recognize that spider? Nope. Okay. Um. So you just see scenes of kind of like just battles here, and there is a kind of the head of the hall, like the wall you walk behind. There is a statue of Solana and Kentha in just beautiful condition. It's what's your faces. Oh, it might be actually, yeah. You are introduced to a high priest, uh, Goloran. He's a high elf. Uh, he has black hair going, having on mostly gray, and he seems to have fairly poor eyesight. Damn, he is old. Mm-hmm. He's a high and he's, elf, and he's old. Yeah, he's an old man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He greets you and asks if there's anything that he can help you with. Do we need directions or like any? Well, I mean, should, should we guess we could ask to see if they have any information on where we're headed? Maybe. Oh yeah. Is it common knowledge? It can't hurt to ask. I'll pull out my map and I'll ask if he's like familiar with or has anybody in the temple who's familiar with this we area. We have a, a policy of not really going far beyond the oh, well, the, the Spectre's Fall Pass that leads that way. Wow, that Spectre's Why? Fall Pass. What, what, Why? what causes this policy to be in effect? Uh, the trouble there many, many, many years ago. With my uh, grandmother actually was the one who put the... Uh, into effect that we were not to go that way, but it's just we occasionally send patrols, and the pack sends a few people out there one, once a year or so. But we don't. There's nothing there. There's more danger than there's worth protecting. We protect the pass and keep it clear, but very little comes from that direction. What's a spectre? Is it a person or a thing or? It's. I've never seen one. It's one of those old wives' tales. My grandmother used to tell me too. Uh, ghosts that are unable to be even seen by the sight. Cool. Which none of us, which none of us have. I've never heard of one, or even heard tell of one in my many, many years here. But so it had like a past named after it, all right. <laughs> well before my time. Fair enough. And that's north, you know, I guess. We have yes. a way of coming across myths, legends. <laughs> We're protagonists. We kind of, we kind of. We have a way of finding. Well, the pack has been out there. In the last few months, and they saw nothing. So. Oh, I guess we would have asked anybody in the pack while we were there. Was it the ones who weren't there yet? It may have been. Okay. It's very terrible terrain past there. I mean, there's there's nothing there. No, no civilization of any kind. I, I don't know what you're hoping to find. How's the weather been? Cold. And I mean, the the sea is always cloaked in storm, some kind or another. Okay. Spirits. Uh, what was that, young lady? Nothing. All right. Do we need a boat? No, it's <laughs> this type of boat. <laughs> no, there's no young. We're man. used to much warmer climates than this. Well, that's uh, pretty much everywhere. Is there any recommended form of travel going up None. in there? None. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> that makes Don't sense. Go. Okay. Well, what kind of wildlife um, lives yeah. there? They don't go there, so they don't I know. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's things you'd find all over Kyrith. I mean, there's dangers, there's yetis, there's... No, I mean, like, uh, do goats live there? Uh, yeah, Mountain goats, goats or cougar things? Uh, or, or... There's aurochs that wander the plains out there. Leapers. Snow owls. Okay. Yeah, there's pl- plenty of things that live out there. We just don't... There's no reason to go there. Well, you know, I just... if If they can make it, then... I I wish you luck. There's not much aid I can really give you. Um, I can give you directions to the pass, and that would yeah. be good. They they'll t- t- tell them that uh, the high priest has given his permission. I I can I can give you a, a letter to the effect. We try it's to keep helpful. people from casually going that way. It doesn't help anybody. Fair enough. Well, we we've, we've had our fair share. You you seem quite capable. Shades, Gettys. I didn't say shades were out there. Oh, we've taken care of shades. Yeah. 
crazy neck answers. <laughs> Unless there's um, something else, he'll lead you out into kind of the, the, the front area of the temple. This is the first temple you've been in in Kairos that's been like open and airy. Like there's windows all along the front of this that are letting light pour in. Um, it's muted light because it's overcast outside. It's early morning. It's kind of silver light of winter morning. Uh, there's columns that line here and, and come to archways. It looks like it was very beautifully built. Uh, there's halls and rooms that kind of lead off of here. And there's an upstairs area that you can see as well. But there's people going about their business, but nothing super crazy to draw your attention. Some of the usual blue fires you've seen. Well, I mean, I don't really think there's anything we need here. Make sure we have supplies. I mean, yeah, yeah you, that. Yeah, you guys have, you could have gone that far, Glenn. And it's, yeah. yeah, the supplies is not a huge issue. So you can, if, if there's nothing else, proceed on your way to Spectre's Fall Pass. We got the hot rock. We got tents. <laughs> Bitsy can turn us into mist. Yeah. Clouds that travel at 60 miles an hour. Fun thing about that. The wind oh, is man. pretty intense. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we would go flying. <laughs> you will be at the mercy of whatever winds wind okay. you through whatever crags you go through. Ooh, ooh. Um, so you can not... try it if you go above. Like, so you get you get into the pass. Takes a minute to get out of it. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you make your way into the pass, and it's a narrow but steep path up. And it, from there, it starts slowly descending through some very high, sharp peaks of, of rock. I guess it's like spines leading the way across this part of the continent. And it winds down through a path that's probably 20 feet wide at, at most. Sometimes comes down to 10 feet. Uh, there's loose rocks in here. There's obviously not been a very well-maintained pass because no one really takes it. Snow piled up places. It's, it's all right down here in the pass. You still get gusts of wind up. And every once in a while, you hit a place where it just sweeps across the path. If you did the wind form, you, it would speed you up but it, you probably wouldn't be able to go full speed through it all day. So that's an option. Or we just hoof it. Mm. I mean, where we can, we could probably try and speed up our um, travels. I can, like, cast it once. Yeah, but you can drop in and out of the form. Oh, okay. Takes a minute to get out of it, and then you can boot forward where you could go, and then take a minute to pop back oh, into yeah, it. I forgot how long it lasts. Uh, eight hours. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, like, we could definitely try and just do it whenever we can. Yeah. So I'd, I'd say that you could probably down. reduce, you could probably do two days of travel in a day Okay. Wow. here so in the pass. You oh. get the feeling that out of the pass, it's probably just... Uh, so you actually, towards the end of the day, you're able to find a cave, and it's fairly roomy. It fits all of you fairly well. There are actually some cracks in towards the back of the cave where you can feel some like warm air coming through from some kind of like underground hot spring or something. So there's actually some warmth in this. Mm -hmm. There is evidence of ancient campfires, like months old. So people have used this place before. So it's it's at least set up like it's it's comfortable enough to stay in. So yeah. Uh -huh. Can I investigate the area to see if there's any wild creaturey things? Yeah. What'd you roll for survival? Oh, a lot. Um, <laughs> twenty-one. You find some over the course of the day. You find some tracks of some aurochs. And some giant elk. Well, I mean, like in the um in, in the cave. cave. I'm just trying to make sure we're not gonna get like. You you see some signs that some animals have stayed here. Um, just making sure we're not gonna have to like weeks, fight for. But there's there's food nothing. Or something. There's nothing mm -hmm. here now. Okay. There's certainly nothing here now. No yeti poop. Nope. And it it doesn't go like way Yeti far poop. back. The cave probably only goes back in sixty feet 
and it looks like maybe like it it would have gone farther and collapsed long, long ago. Well, you know, a, know very... a warm cave in this really windy, cold place. Uh, I just mean. <laughs> I get no. That's a very, very smart. Oh, that's where the Yetis bed down. All of them. So, are you anything you guys want to do this evening, or just kind of rest and get ready for the next day? What do you guys think we're gonna find out there? I guess this is our time that we would have talked about what Bitsy had told Kizzy. Yeah. And Ocean said uh, talked about the spirit that's out there and how difficult it was for past mortals to get to wherever yeah. it is that they're Kenta going. Kenta had to help, help with it. He's not helping us this time. Did he say why? Because he's divine. Oh. And the okay. spirit, I think, is part of it. Yeah. Because he's divine and a spirit, so he kind of has to be, you know, of both worlds but no worlds kind of thing. Like, I have a hint of what you mean. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, it's like multi-classy. <laughs> you know, like, the spirits can tell me things, but he can't tell me things because he's kind of divine. And... Yeah, I know what you mean about not being able to be told things. That's fine. Someday I'll be bound by those rules. How cold is it? Fucking cold. <laughs> Kyrie, you have Damn. been warm up to this point. Okay. Oh. Oh well, and you haven't really faced the wind. You've been, mo- you guys have been mostly clouds throughout the day, and you don't really feel too much cold as clouds. Thank God. <laughs> but in the moments where you have to walk through the wind, it's probably a thirty mile an hour just tearing wind. It's bloody cold. Oh, can I just like Why be did a we wolf? Do this? <laughs> I'm not a cloud. <laughs> Who wants to cuddle? I think yeah. at this point everyone yeah. <laughs> cuddle yeah. pile. I'll just yeah. sleep with my hot rock around me. Who's touching my butt? <laughs> Oh, that'd be me. I'm sorry. So you all, do, do you guys take watches, I, I assume? Yeah. yeah. Nothing happens during the course of the night. Uh, and you guys wake up safe and sound in the morning. But cold as fuck. Well, the cave's not too bad. I mean, the cave's fine. Have you ever tried to sleep in freezing cold? Yep. Awful. But we got these hot vents. Yep, we do. <laughs> you pretty much sleep on those, and you're okay. You guys are not too bad tonight. It's gonna suck. Wish it could be a woolly mammoth. Um, and as you step out of the cave today, and it's just going to be light, you can see you probably have another couple miles to go before the foot. You're you're kind of at the foothills and getting out into this plain of just white, as far as your eye can see. We're gonna I be so know, noticeable. Is it plain of white? Cause like, I mean, is it is there snow and wind, oh, or is it sn- just? It's been. It's everything's like blown snow out here, and blown it snow. looks like it probably snowed in the night. Okay. Is it like actively snowing a lot? Not right or? now. Okay. No. Untouched. <laughs> you and you can see on the horizon, like a the dark clouds of a storm. Oh, oh no! Right. Oh, <gasps> I can use my thing and like see what the weather's gonna be like for the next twenty four hours. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um, I just remembered I have that. Druidcraft. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the area that you because you're you're like okay in the area that I'm in for the next twenty four hours it's going to be you get. A lot of like a little windstorm kind of thing kicks up, so it's going to be windy. Okay. But you don't get any sense of precipitation. Maybe like, yeah, you get a little bit of, a little bit of snow showing in there, oh, but it's okay. not like white out of snow. Okay. Good to know. All right. So let me know when you guys are ready to we proceed. We will not get snowed in. At least we're not supposed to. Not yet. Yeah. That's true. It didn't work the last time we did it, did it? Because it was a magical storm. So it was a, like you're going to have sunshine and rainbows and a storm. Oleg has something he wants to do when we're walking through the all-white place with all the wind. What's that? I'm going to uncork the ever-smoking bottle and just watch it go. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a... Just black smoke. <laughs> it's such an adult. 
Let me know when you guys are ready to head out for the day. I think we're ready to yeah. head yeah, I'm out. Good. All right. I don't have any reason to sit We've been, been inspired. I, checked I my assume you're going to be inspired. I checked huh. my orbity. Now we can go. So you guys head out. And you, the rock walls where you're at are kind of starting to widen out a little bit. And there are there's, there's still s- steep rock walls. But there, every once in a while there's a spot where there's kind of a low point. Or there's boulders that have fallen down. As you proceed, uh, how, how, are you guys, how are you guys proceeding? Up forward. Uh, <laughs> I mean, are I can be walking I think he's in the front. Wanting to I know suppose. what our marching order is. <laughs> I am probably either at the very front or the back. I am using or... Olek as a windshield. So okay. I'm in front of Absinthe, wherever that's going to be. Okay. Or I beside can, me, depending on which where the I wind's coming from. I can be in the front. From. I don't mind that. I'm okay. just. You are sad. kind of the map. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like our mar- our marching order is Kizzy, Olek, Absinthe, probably Time Zanny, mm-hmm. Bitsy. Yeah, I was like, I'll either be at the front sure. or the back. All right. Absinthe. No. Because of your keen, keen hearing. Oh, boy. You're the first person to hear this. Okay. What do I hear? It's just like a distant impact. Like very, like very low and distant. Like you're not even sure you heard it over the wind at first. And then you hear like you hear like it's like did the wind just kick up or was am I hearing something? Is anybody else's passive perception fifteen? Uh, nope. <laughs> I think Bitsy. Mine. Okay. You two kind of start hearing the same thing, and at which point you hear something. It's it's definitely an impact, and kind of the scattering of stone, and a roar. Uh, Faint roar. Yeah. What? Well, and you, you're not. It's behind you. It's behind. And getting closer. <laughs> and in the time you hesitate, a shape rushes overhead. A very large shape flies overhead. You catch white scales, sharp talons, a flash of teeth. There is purple blood streaming down its side as it lands and hits rocks not far ahead of you, probably 50, 60 feet ahead of what you. What the hell? And it it kind of hits There's and lands, and you can tell that it's it's it. not doing well. It kind of lumbers up into the air trying to take off, and then another massive form strikes it down out of the sky, and it the two massive forms hit the ice and snow just beyond where the pass opens up. Oh, hide, 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 hide. In what? So you see... Oh, really? <laughs> in natural one. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, the, so the two massive forms hit the ground. There is a bloody mess of scales and claws and teeth and wings, and the tail on the dragon flails for a moment and then goes still. Atop the form of what is clearly a white dragon, an adult white dragon, with a wingspan of 30, 40 feet. Shit. Is... A creature even larger, with a thick scaly hide of pale blue giving way to gray. This creature stands 15 to 20 feet tall from shoulders to ground. It has a serpentine body that is 20, 30 feet long with a tail that is even that length again. Uh, Its arms bear massive stony wing-like extrusions of bone that kind of start at the, the elbow and fruit down to its hands. And the hands end in just these massive claws that are easily big enough to just pick one of you up without even thinking. Uh, the underbelly is noticeably orange, brilliantly so. Uh, the head is just this massive maw of teeth with these beady eyes and these curved horns that sweep back around that <laughs> could easily eat one of you whole without even trying. 
Boneyard ridges run down the back of the neck and shoulders and has powerful legs that end in just two-foot-long talons. There's wounds along its body, but it roars up at the sky defiantly. And there is an answering roar. Uh As another white dragon swoops in to hover over it. It roars. The creature roars again. And there's an impact off to your left as another white dragon lands. Oh no, we have to help it. What the <laughs> we have to help the what now? We have to help the behemoth. Uh, Only two just... versus one. Pass without a trace. <laughs> Get her asses out of there. I like... think it might be too late for that. No, yeah, what are time, we? time went dragon, Pass. dragon, 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 and fell over. Because <laughs> he's terrified of dragons. What the <gasps> hell? Oh, and they're white. Adults hunt white dragons. <laughs> they may help travelers through storms, so they don't just outright attack people, though. So might, maybe we can get some help from this guy if we can. I mean, if it's fighting dragons, it's a friend of time. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, whose side? Yeah, they're all the way up. <laughs> whose side are we on? We gotta help the guy. We gotta help the guy. He's it's two v one. That's not fair. It was three v one. It was three v one. Oh, he got he one. Just, yeah, one's dead. Do either of these t- guys look damaged? They, like the, the other one. The one that's there definitely looks damaged. They both look a little damaged, but also very angry. Time. Thank you for natural one on your stealth check. Yeah. That's so you'd be dragon, dragon, hide, 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 hide. He's prone right now. We are going to roll the initiative. Ooh. Asher. Oh, Asher. <laughs> Continuing his uh, legacy of low rolls. Absence, what's your initiative? 14. Time? 12. Zanny? Unnatural 20. Olek? 7. Kizzy? 12. There's, there's almost no way that Bitsy's going to go first. Perfect. That's ironically where you wound up in the initiative order. Okay. So, top of the round is the dragon. Which one? The one that is hovering over by the behemoth. He takes in a deep breath and breathes out a cone of ice onto the behemoth. And it it coats it with ice and behemoth roars. You can see where it's kind of in the wounds a little bit. He's he's angry, but he's still going. Dragon 2. He's right next to us. Dragon 2. What's up, Dragon 2? Feeling good. We're all together. In a line. You are. He he sees you. His look of irritation crosses its face. We were playing for own business. It roars at you angrily, and then it kicks off to go and fight the behemoth. I wonder nobody lives here if there's three white dragons just right off the bat. <laughs> and a behemoth. Are these ones also adults like the other one? Hmm? No. Can you please make them younger? Can't quite make it. So he's going to fly as well. Um, As a reaction, because I love behemoths, he can attack any creature he sees move within 40 feet. Oh, cool. <laughs> so he is going to leap up and attempt to grapple it out of the air. So he can't fly, huh? Nope. Oh, there he goes. But he can jumpy jump. So the behemoth leaps at this dragon that's just flapping its wings, and it gets its arms, like these massive like wing arms, around the dragon, and they both just <laughs> plummet into the ground. I know this is terrifying, but this is also the coolest thing I think I've ever seen. It is then the behemoth's turn, because that was his reaction, and he is going to just tear into this dragon. Or not. Or not. Oh, he oh, tried. No. He tried. He rolled a two and a four. <gasps> he tried his dirts. All right. Zenithia. Oh, it is your turn. Alrighty. 
Let's see, let's see. Okay, so the first thing I'm gonna do is cast uh, mirror image. Smart. On my sail. Smart. I wanna run towards. Absent, you're next. But like, <laughs> next to what? I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna move up in front of Oleg there. And that is going to be my turn. All right, Absent, what you gonna do? I don't know, man. Time, you're next. Who wants to be inspired? really have anything I want to cast at dragons at the moment. Um, so, we all have seen a behemoth before. Mm-hmm. Nithia has not. You, you know, without a doubt, this is a behemoth. It's incredibly more scary than the previous one you saw. What? Why? When did we see? Dalsera, when the circle set one yeah. free. Right. It's that thing that jumped. The, the, le- the leapy one. It right. had the hops. And it was like half the size of this one. It had mad hops. So it was just small? It was a baby compared? It was, it was a baby compared to this. We don't know how long behemoths live, do we? Nope. Well, if they fight dragons, you think they'd have a similar lifespan. What if these all had like a vendetta against each other and we should just watch it play out? Or we help it and gain the behemoth trust. I like that idea. How far away are we? Uh, about 100. I would like to just... Kay. No, we're like 160 feet. <laughs> I'm counting. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. I'm, I guess, walk up a little bit closer to Kizzy, and I would like to bardically inspire her. Me? Thank yeah. you so much. Right up front, so dragon bait. You, you, you've read all of that to us, right? So we know that. Yes, the I read it out loud. But I'm okay, gonna, I just want to get sure closer. That... I just don't want to be rushing ahead. All right, so Kizzy, you're inspired by the presence of your favorite bard. Uh, time your next, followed by Kizzy. And right, your theme Sam's song. gonna spend half his action getting up, <laughs> <laughs> or half his movement. Half his sorry. movement. And then, uh, and then I guess I'll use a dash action in 5:30, so I can get. And then I'm gonna get Thomas. Will get to about there because okay. he's like a has 120. So Thomas flies out, kind of hides behind some rock. Okay. So he flies out pretty close yeah. where these dragons are. Yes. All right. Uh, it is now Kizzy's turn, followed by Bitsy. Um, yeah, he's a snow, so he. I'm gonna just say these dragons are probably going to initially not be too worried about, about the snow. snow. Yeah. I don't know if I am in range of that one. What's your range for what? 120. Total. I think at that point you're within 120. I move 30. Yeah, you're within range. I think I will cast guiding bolts right. on the one that the behemoth is currently fighting. Okay. Roll for it. At third level, I think. Yeah, let's do third level. 23 to hit? Yeah, it hits. Yay! Okay, and then I add 5, 9, 10, 11, 14 damage. Okay. And whoever attacks it next has advantage. Oh, shit! Hold on, it was 4d6 radiant damage. I only did 3. Okay. Because it was supposed to be 24, 5, 6. So it was supposed to be 6 total, so I just need to roll another 3. That's a solid hit. Plus 12, so 14 plus 12 is 26. 26 damage. Yep. Uh, Bitsy, you're up, followed by Oleg. I'm, so I can I can turn into an elemental as a bonus action, right? Yes. And I can do my movement whenever. Yep. I'm going to try to cast Earthbind. <laughs> oh. The range is 300. Okay. Hell yeah. Does it require a saving throw? Yes. All right. You. I know it's a dragon. I'm just trying it. Do it. Well, <laughs> you, do you, it. you throw out the dragon. The dragon's which one? The one that's flying. It, He's it going to use his legendary flying. resistance mm. to resist it. <laughs> I, 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 but you burned one of his legendary yeah, resistances. No, 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 that's fine. That's Which fine. is good. Yes. That was a good, good idea. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was hoping that it might succeed so I could keep it because it's a concentration. Um, I just don't know whether to like go over there. I'm just not sure if I want to try again next turn or just do a form. It's going to do the same thing. Huh? It, it's probably, it, it has multiple legendary resistances. I know, but then we're burning through the legendary resistances, I guess. It's true. Burn it. I'll just, I'll just do this. Um, I'll, as a bonus action, turn into a fire elemental and move 50 feet. All right. So Bitsy's form becomes this engulfed in flames and grows in size and rushes past you guys towards these dragons. It is then Oleg's turn. Okay. Followed by Asher. Um, 30, 40. You know, might I dash? Yeah, I'm gonna dash. <laughs> Oleg is going to run forward for the time being. Alright, so Oleg, you rush far ahead of the party. It is then Asher's turn. He throws two Eldritch Blasts at the one that's been pinned by the uh, Behemoth. He had advantage. Ooh, the first one missed, too. Hell yes. And the second one, now it hit. So he gets to roll another Eldritch Blast. Uh, so, yeah, both of his Eldritch Blasts hit it. Hit. And it is then the Dragon's turn. Well, actually, let's see here. Woo! Donka? Oh, no, it got its thingy back. Yeah. It's going to come down here. Land on the ground, and he's gonna hold his action, because right now I would not consider him flanked, because that one's grappled and pinned. I would not consider that flanked. Uh, that dragon's then going to try to break free. It can't. So uh, the behemoth decided not to make a reaction attack against the dragon moving at it. Actually, I take that back. He is gonna he's gonna let push off of that one and go and attack the other one, because this one's prone now. Woo. And again, jumps up, grapples the dragon, takes it down. It is then its turn. Oh, that's more like it. Oh, baby. Um, he hits both times with uh, his claw attacks, which each do 68. Like we're not going to have to do anything. Uh, does 72 damage. Woo! But the other one is able to get up and move over. It doesn't get a flank. He hits two attacks, and uh, does a pretty solid amount of damage to uh, our behemoth friend there. Gets uh, the teeth dig into the back right below the, kind of at the back of the neck. Uh, it is then uh, Zenithia's turn, followed by Absin. Uh, first things first, did you want me to roll for that Amir image? The wild magic? Yes. It's 10. Okay. So plus two, because that was your first one today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to move up uh, 30 feet. And then I am going to cast Chain Lightning on the one that just attacked. Okay. I now know what you took at 6th level. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, so. Is that one like a, anyone in a certain area gets affected by that? Or do you get to choose? If it hits, a lightning bolt can jump. What is it? It's a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> That's At a three. The oh, can. It's um, distracted. It's distracted, so it is going to also burn a legendary resistance. Okay. But still, it's going to be half damage. Yep. And you're burning legendary resistances. Okay, so initial damage is 10d8. Okay. Oh, I don't have that many d8s. 16, 22, ooh, 32, 36. Is that two more? 
Yeah, 51. Okay, so it takes 26 damage. Mm -hmm. and, and that then, was halved, so. And then it's within 30 feet, so. Yeah, I mean, that other frag's yeah. within 30 feet. So then the lightning bolt will leap, and it's the same amount right, of damage. Just, we'll I do think. the same roll just for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it takes. That's pretty good. Is it resisting? Yeah, it's going to burn another legend of resistance. <laughs> Two down on that one. Um, at the end of your turn, yep. this dragon is going to do a legendary action yeah. uh -oh. to continue to attack the behemoth. Lame. Two. You need some new die, Adam. <laughs> it is then on to Absinthe's turn, followed by time. I'd like to use my full movement to walk forward as much as I can. Okay. I mean, I still am not in range, but... I'm here now. <laughs> I would like to cast slow on the dragons. It is up to six creatures of choice in a 40-foot cube, and they are roughly... Okay, they both succeed. Balls. What kind of check is that, Rachel? Wisdom. Dragons, how they have them. They actually Wisdom. rolled pretty good on that. <laughs> okay, fine. They rolled a 16 and a 17 on that, but without the bonuses. Well, did heck all, then. Well, that was fun. Cool. Hope everyone enjoyed. Time, your turn, followed by Kizzy. I'm going to move up 30. Feet, uh, right there. Four, five, six. At the last one, I would have moved horizontal one just to <laughs> not be in the clump. And then I'm gonna pull out my bow of flames, and All right. he is not prone. He's not. Uh, that is a 14 plus. That's a 23. That hits. All right. That is uh, nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Nine. Nice. All right. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll expend a charge on my second shot. Okay. That's unnatural 20. 20 definitely hits. Okay, so then I get a... So, uh, that's seven points of piercing and six points of fire damage. Nice. Um, and now... Now it, is, it has disadvantage on saving throws against me until the end of my next turn. Ooh, I'm going to do that. Yeah, no, that's the end of my turn. Okay, at the end of your turn... Uh, that dragon is going to spend another do another legendary action, and he is going to uh, spend two actions and do wing attack. So Behemoth needs to make saving throw. He actually fails. No. So he takes some damages and is knocked prone. Oh, oh no! Um, and the dragon then gets to move half of its flying speed towards you guys. So the dragon kicks off with a Huge force of wind, it dislodges some snow, and the behemoth goes sideways, releasing its grapple on the other dragon. The uh, dragon that did the wing attack then flies it towards you. This one then spends legendary action to do the same. Ah, oh, balls. The behemoth fails that th saving throw as well. So he takes some more bludgeoning damage. Well, at least he's not getting attacked anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that it's going towards us. Great. Uh, it is then uh, Kizzy's turn. Yes. Okay, yes. so um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to scoot my boot. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And then I'm going to touch Ulk and cast Freedom of Movement. Party. What does that do? Actually, I have what to wrap do? a little thingy around you. I pull out a strap and I like grab your wrist and like tie it around. And I'm like, I cast it. And um, for an hour. For an hour. You, uh, if a dare I touch a willing creature for the duration, the target's movement is unaffected by difficult terrain. And spells and other magical effects can either reduce your speed or cause you to be paralyzed or restrained. Um, you can also spend five feet of movement to automatically escape a non-magical restraint, such as manacles, or a creature that has it grappled 
<laughs> Damn! That's you, killer! You, you are now oiled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch how slippery he is. Hey, there's two of us that can't be grubbed with now. <laughs> Yay! Uh, Look at how slippery they are. And it is not concentration. Nice. All right. And then, um, how? Well, that's 30. Let's see your turn, then. I am... How far away is he? The dragons? Or yeah. the behemoth? Yeah, the, the dragons look like they're about 100 feet away. So you could get to them. Yep. I could. You're fire right now? Yep. Uh, I don't... I don't... No. Um, I just, I have a feeling they're going to come closer. I don't know if I'm going to get that close right now. Because I can't do anything if I move all the can't way there. Can't you, like, move into their space? Yes. Okay. I can. Uh, Olek, you are next. Are you just going to rush up to it? Oh. No. I got something I'm going to try. It's probably not going to work. I'm going to try it. Oh. Please, God, don't do it. <laughs> You're do. Who wants to ride it? There's so much I could do, Adam. <laughs> there are so many opportunities you, push, <laughs> you put before me. Let's do it. Let's go. I'm not even doing the worst one right now. That one still has his breath weapon. They both might. Yeah. yeah. They get well, recharges. Yeah. That's true. That's the thing is I just don't want to charge at it and then... They fly right over you. And... No, use his breath weapon. Yeah, but hey, I'll just go for it. Okay. We're fighting dragons. Yeah, do it I'm all. just gonna enter their space. All right, what does what do they have to do? Um, let's see. I can enter a hostile space and stop there. The first, when I enter the space, they have to take one d10 fire damage and they catch fire until an action is taken to douse the flames. Oh. The creature takes one d10 fire at the start of each of its turns. One d10. Burn What's that? This one? No. Eight, I guess. Right. Is there anything I add to that? No. Nope. Just okay. All right. Olic and it's turn. on fire. Yep, it fire! is. Well, look, it's your turn. Uh, followed by Asher. Let's start doing stuff right now. Oh, perfect. You got a. You got in the right spot. Let's see. Okay. Uh, I was like, I was like, well, I just don't want to be the only one taking the damage. It's okay. It's okay. But, uh, will flip from his belt the wand of web and shoot a 20-foot cube of web centered on that dragon. Okay. It needs to make a DC... Which is not a lot. I can't imagine you would have much. Uh, my spell save DC is 12, so it needs Ooh. to make... And what kind of save? Uh, I believe it's strength because it's being restrained. <laughs> not proficient in strength saving. It got an 11. Oh my god! Not proficient <laughs> in strength saves. Uh, it burns a legendary resistance, however. It's last legendary yeah. resistance. In okay. Life? That's probably. <laughs> oh, we're gonna oh, have you to mean they don't get them every harvest turn? these dragons. Yeah. Daily. You get legendary so... resistances per day. I thought it was per turn. Legendary actions are per turn. Since the web is not anchored, it falls to the f- or it falls to the ground and the surrounding area around it. Uh, but it also will catch fire. <laughs> yes! This is great! Yes! So even though it may not restrain it, uh, fire. fire! A 20-foot cube of flame. Flaming web. Flaming, sticky this is, web. This dragon's having a weird day. Oh. Yes! It's great, because Bitsy's just there. 
air. Yeah, so it basically catches on fire as soon as it hits this dragon, which is already on fire. Oh my god. Ooh. It's what stuck onto him now. Uh, webs are flammable. Any five foot cube of web exposed to fire burns. Two Eldritch Blasts at this one again. It hits. Um, <laughs> you look one. so disappointed. One hits, and it does one damage. Should I roll oh. my fire? Yes, please. Get oh, oh, dope! <laughs> Double four. That will be eight fire damage. <laughs> just yeah. to add to one weird day. I love it. It is now the He'll dragon's He'll just be pecked to death yeah. by fire. Oh, God. That's as close as it's going to get. We'll see. Oh, no. Got a big old drone. weapon. You got a big old breath weapon. Ooh. I need every single one of you, except for Bitsy, to make a constitution saving throw. It's oh, okay. It's probably my proficient in that. I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with it. Can I not count that unless it's good? <laughs> <laughs> Can I not count that unless it's good? It's <laughs> like the best question ever. I'll count it. I'm not even gonna get a dice roller. Your dice are doing good. I I don't want to roll this many dice. <laughs> good old breath weapon. Twelve d eight. Coward. <laughs> huh. All right, Taylor. I probably have twelve. I make a better DM than you. No, I was kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> Taylor fails her saving You're throw. Dead. Fuck you. <laughs> You're dead. Taylor, Taylor does. Not Kizzy. Taylor. <laughs> uh, uh, Taylor's dead. Just push her outside. Maybe it's the satisfaction of rolling that many dice. I mean, that's why really, I, already, yeah. I would do it. I, I would do it, because it would be just so satisfying. Oh, it's so satisfying. I rolled exactly the average damage. Bitsy, what'd you roll? I didn't roll. Oh, you're right. Kizzy. So, okay, I have a question about Bardic Inspiration. Can I know yeah. after? It has to be now. It has, it has to, to be, be before. before. Yeah, he that's says. why I'm burning my luck now, before I know what the result is. I'll use it. I'll use it now. All right. Okay, I got an unnatural 20. You succeed, Olek. Uh, Olek got a 24. You succeed, Zanny. 23. You succeed, time. 18. You fail. Oh. I am, as a reaction, casting absorb elements. Absent? 19. You succeed. Oh. That- <laughs> I'm so glad I got a 16. <laughs> what about Asher? Oh, yeah. He's going to fail. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That boy, <clears throat> that boy dead. He's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Close to dead. All of you take 26 damage. Holy. That's half. That's half. That's half. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. If I didn't have absorb elements. Yeah. That would have hurt. That would have hurt. So the 15. Asher takes 54. Oh. 15 is gone. Oh, Ash. That's the first dragon's turn. I don't want to yeah. be here. I know. <laughs> Second one's going to attack me. Hey, you guys want to give me a minute. I'm I'll just die. make a circle and... Okay, Bitsy. It does take fire damage attacking me. It does. Does it take fire damage at the start of its turn as well? Or the end of its turn? Oh, the start of each turn. Really? Okay, so let's see. Roll it, d10. A creature that hits with a melee attack within five feet or touches it takes 1d10 fire damage. And then... Until the action is taken to douse the flames, the creature takes 1d10 at the start of each turn. So does he take a d10 every time he attacks you? Yes. I think so. Creature that hits with a melee attack. So if it's a melee it attack. It has to hit, but... When yeah. it's a melee attack. If it's not a melee attack, then... Um, 14, does that hit you? Yes, 14 hits me. All right, 14. So 20 and 14. All three attacks hit. So please roll 4d10 for me, because that's what he's going to take. Thank you for taking, taking Bitsy. Nine, 
you take 40, 44 damage between a bite, two claws. I also need everybody to roll a wisdom saving. Kizzy, with advantage. Well, thank goodness. Ooh. Uh, it's a fear effect. <laughs> it takes another 30. 30. Gross! Oh, oh, shit. I am burning indomitable. Oh, that is better. So, Adam. Yes. Question for you. So, I have a thing in here that says I can gain advantage on one attack roll saving throw or ability check per day. Yeah. I just use that whenever. I think so, yeah. It's a wild surge. I think so, yeah. Your wild magic will go off when you do that. Well, your wild magic will roll. It goes off or it? Oh, roll. okay. <sighs> yeah, I'll use it. Oh, that's unfortunate. All right, so then the wild magic one is... Okay, it's five, so we're, we're still good. We're up to three now. Okay, uh, let's see what you get. 19. Okay, Kizzy? 10. Bullock? Nine. Uh, Zanny? Uh, also nine. Time? 16. Uh, Absinthe? 13. Bullock, Zanny, and Absinthe are frightened. But yeah, I am. the rest of you are immune to the fear effect. Yay. For 24 hours. Is I, I, I'm still in my fight. Why do I have advantage? Uh, your armor Ooh. gives you advantage against fear effects. That's right. Ha! I can finally use it. <laughs> so fright, frightened or feared? You're, you're frightened of it. You cannot approach it, and you're at disadvantage on all attacks while it is within visual range. How does that work for spells that like they have to make a saving throw on? It doesn't affect them. Okay. However... Cool. It's going to burrow underground. What the what? fuck? That's fun. What the <laughs> Yep. Is that one still on the ground? No, no, you're right. It flew up. So it is actually up. I didn't even get to attack it. You I did, did you all just, of the You just damage. sat there being on fire. I know. <laughs> I did all the damage <laughs> just sitting there. I didn't even get to attack it. That, one, that one's still within 50 feet. <sighs> He's going to do that. He's going to then use his movement. Or half his movement, which is one, two, four, five, six, seven. Ten. <laughs> That's half his movement. It's right next He's to me. He's then going to make a He's leap. He's going to focus on as the dragon. A bonus action. And we're going to try to take him out of the air again. He's got mad hops. He's got mad hops. Mad hops. Frog. Mad Them leggies. Mad hops. Natural 20. Ooh. Weep, weep. So we'll see if the dragon can break the grapple. Not with a natural one, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Dice are all over the place. So there you go. The behemoth then tackles the dragon to the ground again. <laughs> roaring just angrily. It is then Zenithia's turn. Okay. Followed by Absinthe, who's got a dragon just coming ever, ever closer. Let's see where I am. Why do you say it like that? So I basically just had a behemoth standing next to me, and then he took a flying leap into the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you saw like ten, five, ten tons of just beast just get up, like, and then just burst across the ground and leap in the air and take a dragon out. Okay, so I'm going to use the Metamagic Quicken spell to make a Chromatic Orb a bonus action. Okay. So how does the grapple work? Or is uh, you're fine. Just roll straight. Um, you're afraid of him, though, right? So roll with a disadvantage. Am I afraid of that one? You're right. The one that you're afraid of is currently not in visual range, so you're good. Okay. <laughs> so advantage or normal? Uh, normal. Okay. Yeah, because he's yeah, trying does, to douse the friends. Uh, probably does not hit. Um, yeah, that's a 13. No. Okay. Um, so that's a bonus action, and then I'm going to cast confusion. Is it possible to get the just the dragon, or do I, what it say? It, what does it say? It's a 10 foot diameter or a 10 foot radius. Does it say it's creatures you choose or all creatures within a 10 foot radius? 
Each creature within a 10-foot radius sphere, centered on a point. You have need to get both of them. Yeah, you probably get both of them, with them being grappled like that. Then can I use the other meta magic to cast careful spell? Or to use careful spell? Yeah. And then choose the... Just nailed a dragon. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I will need you to roll two wild magic checks. Yeah. You just caught uh, the hand. 17 Sorry. and... Ooh, four. Yeah, that one's going to go off. Yeah. You're, oh. It's okay. You're all by yourself over I, there. That's kind of why I did that, because I was like... I mean, mm. You might cast fly on one of us, <laughs> or on one It'd of the be dragons. Really cool yeah. to cast fly on. Old That's Ed. okay. I can just earth find him then. Roll a d hundred for me, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sixty-two. Okay. <laughs> We're about oh boy. Let's, let's leave this one a surprise. Uh, so it goes back down to zero. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. So confusion. Still, so all the stuff goes through. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You. But we'll describe how this all happens okay. here in a minute. So, it's been nice knowing you, Zanny. Wisdom saving throw. What's the DC? Uh, 17? It's a 14. <laughs> but it's going to burn a legend resistance. It has one still? The other one is out. This one still has. Dang it! At least one. Okay. That's all I have. So, yeah. All right. So, you, you throw out this, this spell. You see kind of this weird ship through the air that avoids the behemoth. Magic crackles along your hands and binds on your throat. Oh, God, what? And of course, in what way? Like you, you see magic kind of like go to your throat and like sink in, and there's some some magic affected your speech. <laughs> that you and until you speak, you won't know what the effect is. Great. <laughs> um, okay. But the the now familiar to all of you, arcane burst just arcs off of Zenithia and turns all the ground where it hits to purple crystal. Snow crystal. Oh no, Zanny. Uh, it is now absinthe turn followed by time. <laughs> so. Even though the dragon's gigantic, even though it's prone, I still have disadvantage on. Yep. Okay. But technically, it'd be flank. You aren't flanking it. You'd have to be in melee. You can only flank in melee. But, yes, but I'm talking in terms of sneak attack. It is absolutely engaged with. Soup. We'll call it an ally. <laughs> Didn't attack Bitsy on its way over. Yeah. So. I mean, I was there. The friend for the or the enemy of your enemy is your friend. So, by that logic, it is an ally. No, if if now if it's engaged, oh yeah, you need I, I get sneak attack. I don't get advantage, but I get sneak attack. Right. I have a lot of verbal spells. I have disadvantage on weapon attack or ranged. What do you have? Well, how does counter charm work? What does it say? Any you and any friendly creatures within thirty feet have advantage on saving yeah. throws. Yeah. So yeah. So you, you wouldn't wouldn't negate the effect. It's such a useless freaking thing. <laughs> but the thing is, if, if you make saving throws to break it, you get advantage on that. Yeah, but we people have to make the, can make those at the end of their turn. We can. Yeah. Well, then I might as well use it. Okay. Yeah. So you get advantage to break the fear. So. Yeah. All right. Cool. Which and you're a feared, correct? I am a feared. So you can you're trying to make a uh, saving throw with advantage. Did I get to make a saving throw for mine <laughs> at the end of my turn? Oh uh, no, go ahead. Uh, but yeah, make it with a straight roll because yeah. you don't have advantage yet. Is it wisdom? Yes. Nope. Not good. <laughs> seven plus. And not enough. Plus two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it is then uh, time's turn. Unless you want to move, Absinthe. I would like to kind of get behind a rock. That's right, cool. So you kind of dart off to your right and hide behind a rock. Okay. Uh, I'm going to kind of back up behind that other rock a little bit. Um, I'm going to make a shot with disadvantage. At the dragon. Oh, double fours. Oh, so that is a 13. Nope. All right, I get a second shot. 16? Nope. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, let's 
I'll burn. Shit, why not? Let's burn an action, my action third. And I'm going to cast Mind Sliver. It needs to make a DC 14 intelligence saving throw. Oh, you poor little bastard. Is it 14? You rolled a 14. Oh. Nice. Minus, Minus one. Because <laughs> it's a white dragon and they're dumb as rocks. Is it intelligence save? Yeah. Oh, that's Mind good. Sliver. That's good. Uh, okay, so it takes 3d6 psychic damage. Unless it, it burns its last legendary resistance. And I get one more shot at it as a bonus action. Yes, you do. Does an 18 hit? No. Oh. Nope. This is not. <laughs> I rolled a 13 and a 9. Nice try. But hey, burn its last legend resistance. I yeah, call no, that a good that, turn. That's, that's why I wanted to, I was hoping good to job. hit it, and then it would have disadvantage on the okay. saving throw. It is throw. Kizzy's turn now. So now, oh, oh no, wait. it burned it, so never yep. mind. So Kizzy followed by Bitsy. Okay, I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians, and it centers on myself. Yep. And I'm going to... What's the radius? 15 foot. So I have, like, fey things show up to flit around me at a distance of 15 feet. Uh, I'm going to pick everything that I can see except for the dragon as uh, affected or not affected by it. And um, the dragon has to make a wisdom saving. It rolled a 10. So when the other dragon appears, it'll still be affected by this. So it'll take 3d8 radiant damage. Um, 12 damage. Nice. Okay, at the end of your turn, it makes a bite attack against the behemoth. Um, and it hits... With, yeah, uh, no, it misses because it has to roll a disadvantage because it's grapple. Um, you gonna move, Kizzy? Or stay right there. I'm gonna move here. Okay. Uh, it's your turn, Bitsy, followed by Olek. How far away am I from that dragon? Uh, about 50 feet. And so I'm, am I 50 away from Olek? Yeah, roughly. Then I'll just move to Olek and hold action. To do what? Wait for the other dragon. Okay. I guess. To hit it if it comes close. Yeah. All right. I'm assuming it's going to move from where it was at because it was on fire, but maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Uh, it is now Olek's turn. Okay. But if I get into the space with the dragon, then I'll probably set the behemoth on fire too, so. And I am going to back up five feet, and then I'm going to charge ten feet forward using the Abhor's Charge on X. Yeah. To uh, attack it. With some additional bludgeoning damage. That is uh, 21 to yep. hit. Cool. 12 and 5, so 17 damage. That's uh, not nothing. 5 of it bludgeoning. And there's the dragon's turn. Uh, after Asher, who's going right now. Come on, Asher. Okay, never mind. <laughs> oh, the affected creature's speed is half. The dragon can only move half speed. Because it's affected by my spirit guardians. Okay, so Dragon One's turn. Anybody else try to break from their fear? Olic should have at the end of his turn with advantage. And Asher. So it's just a uh, wisdom save? Yeah. You got this. Beat it on the dice. I cannot roll a save to save <laughs> my uh, life tonight, let me tell you. That's what. a four and a three. Oh, I am God. still a fear so of dragon. I'm a real scared. Asher rolled a one and a four. I'm really Damn. scared of that other dragon. All right, this dragon's going to try to break the grapple. Not be able to do it. All right. Um, Does it end its turn there? Yeah, it doesn't have a choice. It's it, to make a wisdom saving. Uh, 19 plus 5, 6, so 25. Okay, so he takes half damage, whatever amount of roll. So 16. Ooh, no. So 8. He takes 8 damage. He takes 8 damage. 
Okay, it takes eight damage. I need Kizzy nine. and Olik and Bitsy to roll constitution saving throws. Um, behind you, kind of in the middle of your group, the other dragon bursts up out of the ground, kind of just its, it's like upper section, and it breathes an, its cone of cold against all of you again. Speaking of cone of cold, the other one did not regain his. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, that dragon has to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, 22. Yeah. Well, um, he's going to take half damage of whatever I roll. Yeah. Seven damage. Okay. So it pops out. I need to roll a bunch of dice. Oh, that dragon's speed is half, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Kizzy, what would you roll for your con saving throw? Ten. Olek? Uh, Fourteen. Uh, and Bitsy? Eighteen. All of you fail and take 45 points of cold damage. Mm-hmm. I'm still a fire person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, it is now the behemoth's turn. He has a prone dragon in front of him. Oh. He is going to not do multi-attack. He is instead going to do a bite attack. Ooh, that hits. 12d10 plus 4. Uh, 87 damage to the dragon oh. from a bite attack. Ooh. It latches its jaws into like the, the right below the throat of the dragon and just tears into it. Dragon lets out this just hideous cry. Raggies. Don't be a mean, be a friend. Um, at the end of the behemoth's turn, the other white dragon is going to do a wing attack uh, against Kizzy. I need you to make a dex save. Oh, your specialty. Oh, no. Not a dex save. <laughs> <laughs> Not that bad. That so disappointing. <laughs> Was that even a roll? 13. All right, you take 2d6 plus 6. 17. One short of max damage. You are also pushed 10 feet and not prone. It then moves 40 feet this way. That's half movement. Yeah, it can't go that far. Be right next to me. I'm just gonna. Damn it. Actually, it's gonna move 20 feet up, and that's. It's flying again. Damn it. Um, it's looking really bad. Oh, I need to make a concentration check. Yeah, you do. Spurt guardian. I Plus con? Guardians. I just lost 31 hit points. I don't think four plus yeah, six. Any, like, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you lose concentration. Okay, the spirit guardians are down. So I guess that means that his um, speed wouldn't have been halved, so he can do whatever he wants. Okay. It's looking real away. bad though. It's looking it's it's barely holding up in the air. It's very far um, away. It is Zenithia's turn. You have a dragon on your face. Yeah. How 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 far away from it? About is ten it? feet. Ten feet? Fifteen feet up, we'll say. And, uh, that's unfortunate. Okay, alright, alright. Uh, move the fuck away from it is what I'm gonna warn you. are not in melee range with it. I'm not? No. Cool. It's in the sky. Backing the frick out of there. Uh, okay, so I'm going to do a fun thing, and I'm going to try to cast Melf's Minute Meteors, but I have some weird thing going on. Okay. Voice oh, the magic. Do you, the voice oh. Is it a verbal? Spell? Oh, yeah. Oh. When you say the verbal component, you yell it at the top of your lungs. You're trying to let people back in Varen hear you scream. <laughs> Opposite of silence. It's so good. I love it. I love it. For the next minute, everything you say is shouted at full volume. 
That's oh awesome. my goodness. So if we have a conversation <laughs> with you, we'll have to be We're like trying to hide. 10 feet away. Oh my god. Oh my god. Alright, alright. Uh, uh, alright. I'll launch two meteors at the dragon. So. Alright, roll. There's deck saves on his deck part? Deck saves, yep. No. Neither? Nope. Ooh. 16. Okay, okay. Keep being just shy. 2d6 fire damage on each one. It's okay. A lot of us have been just shy of making our So there's saves four too. fire damage for the first one. Okay. And then seven fire damage for the second one. How do you want to do it, Zanny? Ooh. Oh, dang it. <laughs> uh, so I want to cast <laughs> it at the top of my lungs. And then I want to launch one like into his chest and just like explode his chest and then the other one into like his neck and just blow his head off. Okay. Clap. Gross. The, the, so the dragon's like does the wing attack to blast itself away from Kizzy, and it looks down at you as you're scooting away, and these two meteors, one bursts into its chest, and the other right up under its throat, and kind of blasts its head back. And it just kind of, its momentum carries it back another 10 feet, and it just crumples to the ground. Yeah! It is now Absinthe's turn. I'm going to have to move close enough within 30 feet. Shouldn't be hard. Um, and then I would like to cast Bane. Must make a charisma saving throw. 15? No. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a minus four d4 to attacks and saves? Yep. Okay, yeah, that works. It's looking kind of sick. Time your turn. All right, uh, I'm going to cast another mind sliver. It needs to make a DC 14 intelligence saving throw. Nope. Bane. All right, it takes Eight. 3d6 psychic damage. It has another 1d4 minus to saving throws. <laughs> so it has two. To the next one. Uh, okay. Uh, so that's nine. That's 11 points of psychic damage. And then I'm going to make another um, another bow attack. I'm going to expend a charge just for the hell of it, but it's probably going to miss. Oh, okay. Well, that 20 is gone, but does a 20 yep. um, five hit? Yep. So that is a Eight nice. plus there, a man. d6. Oh, hey. So that's six fire damage and nine piercing damage. Nice, Dan. <laughs> well done. Nicely done. That was good finally, turn. I've had a really good, good turn. turn. Um, okay, it is. Are you going to move or you have your no, I'm, I'm happy kind of next okay. to that rock. Uh, Kizzy, it is your turn. Okay, I'll take 15. Or I'll, I'll take half my movement. Or I'm guessing you're looking pretty rough. Stand the heck up. Yeah, I'm not doing so hot. So I'm going to cast Scorching Ray at a third level at the <laughs> fire. Nice. At the, at the draggy. Um, that's, a, that's a three attacks to hit. Oh, isn't it like five at third level? At third level or higher, you create one additional ray for each slot level above second. Okay, so uh, you roll four attacks. Wow. And you'll add your spell attack modifier to it. All of them? Yeah. What is that? I got to check first. It's probably plus seven. Plus uh, six. Seven. If it survives till the next turn, it has disadvantage on saving throws for spells I cast as well. <laughs> Nine plus seven is 16. That doesn't hit. Um, and 16 plus seven is 20. That hits. Okay. It's only one hits. So 2d6, I believe. That bits of your next. Nine damage. And then it's I'm going to scoot my boot right back here. Well done. Um, bits of you, then Olek. At the no. end of... Kizzy's turn while you're doing that, the dragon gets a bite attack against the behemoth. It rolled double natural 20s with disadvantage. Uh, it did 27 points 
of piercing damage to the behemoth. The behemoth is looking a little rough. It's not much, it's taken a lot of damage just in general. So I got a 14 for my first attack and a and a 25 for my second. Second one hits. Okay, I did 10 damage on the attack and then I ignite them with 1d10. Oh, all right. Uh, Olek, you're next. Okay. So it's just one. One? Okay. Uh, Olek. Okay. I'm going to rage. Okay. And I'm going to choose to frenzy. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, attack recklessly. You don't need to. Oh. It's prone. It is prone. Yeah, okay. Then I'll just <laughs> attack it recklessly. Because all that you're doing is opening up to advantage attacks against you. Yeah, that's true. First one. That's a seven plus nine. So a 16? Nope. Second one. That's a nat 20. Whoa. You sure? That's a no. nat 20. No. And I will use my special half-orc ability to add an additional damage die, then double it, <laughs> and add one for savage attacks. Ooh, that's so good. So what you're telling me is you're rolling 5d12. I'm rolling 5d12 yeah, to yeah. attack this prone dragon. That's... 31 plus... Oh, that's a really good roll. Plus 6, so that'd be 37, and plus an additional 4, so that will be 41 damage. Ooh. What kind? Uh, slashing. Badass kind. Yeah. <laughs> so, Olek, you let out this just roar of rage, and your first attack glances off of one of the horns, and the next one digs in right next to where the behemoth bite was and just leaves in like another four foot rend in this thing's hide. Um, it is now Asher's turn. He's going to walk over and he's going to use his action to help Kizzy, granting her advantage on whatever Aww. she does her next round. What a homie. But isn't there somebody better you could have used that on? Not within range. Okay. Um, it was you were absent and he feels like you're doing more damagey things. Only because I don't want to hit the behemoth. And he, the fireball. he has disadvantage on his attack, so he's like, ah, I'm not hitting anything anyways. Because it's prone and it's oh, ranged. It is then Dragon One's turn, which is our baby here. He is going to regain his breath attack. Oh, I could get uh, four of you and five of you in there. Do it. That's what he but would do. it doesn't get the dragon out of its perilous situation. I'm getting mauled by a behemoth. He's really trapped by that. It's like that's the, the the problem is the behemoth. If he goes this way, he could hit Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's gonna go for the behemoth. Behemoth fails. No. No. Uh, and he takes uh, 54. He is still conscious, barely. Mm, he would have been boned had we not intervened. Uh, it is then the behemoth's turn. Uh, you know to be. No. He takes out a potion. Still has advantage. Definitely hits with that claw and with that claw. So it's going to do 12d8 plus 8. Uh, 56 damage. It's just sitting there clawing its way into the chest, but it is still alive. It is, however, Zenithia's turn. Oh, oh boy. going to take out two dragons. Oh, boy. At the end of the behemoth's turn, it's going to use a legendary action. Wait, does the dragon have a turn? Yep. It gets to, it's on fire, right? All right, roll 1d10. This is real close. Five. Okay, it. What? You almost killed it. It is going to do its wing attack, spending two of its actions. The behemoth has to make a saving throw. It does not. It is not prone and unconscious. Oh, oh God. The, the dragon 
then the dragon is leaving my space, and I get to make an attack <laughs> of opportunity. I am fully aware of that. Me too. But I've got Sentinel. <laughs> I can stop it from moving if hey, I Bipsy hit it. Hey, Bipsy Olek, roll your uh, attacks. Wait, that's... where did my other one go? Oh, there it goes. I don't think I do. That's an 18 to hit. Just misses. Yeah, I missed you. Okay, that is the dragon's turn. It is now Zenithia. All right. Uh, bonus action. We're going to launch two meteors at this bad boy. Deck saving throws. Minus four because of bane. I'm aware. The first one, <laughs> I don't care. Yes. yes. Uh, Dex? Yeah. 15? Nope. Seventeen. Oh. 17's the DC. It would have made it without bane. <laughs> so is that both or just one? Oh, both. both. The first one wasn't even in 2d4. Uh, eight fire damage. And... Uh, eight fire damage. <laughs> Danny, how do you want to kill dragon number two? Hmm. <laughs> I want to. I want to like blow off one of its wings, and then just slam the other one into its chest. All right. So you, the one of the wings goes spiraling off. Its body slams into the ground in front of uh, Fire Bitsy and Olik, and everything goes real quiet. I rush up to the behemoth. Present my holy symbol, and I use uh, preservation of life and put all 55 hit points back into the behemoth. The behemoth, it, it was having really ragged breathing, but it takes in a much deeper breath, and you, you, you rush over to it, to its head, and you put your hands on its face, and you see some of the wounds kind of closer to where you're touching it heal up, and its eye opens. And its eye is really beady compared to the rest of this beefy oh. head, so there's this Kizzy standing next to a head of a creature who is the head's double her size, triple her size, and she goes up. I am in a hot mess, too. I have 14 hit points. <laughs> and it kind of <laughs> and kind of rests its head. It kind of lifts up its head and looks around, sees the two dead dragons, and it kind of hefts itself back to standing, looks way down at Kizzy, puffs at her and kind of blows her hair. And then slowly walks over to the first dragon it pinned and just starts eating it. Oh, Gross. No. <gasps> so I am really, 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 really quickly going to the other dragon to see what I can get from it. Okay. You guys can spend this. Check. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, roll uh, with advantage. Um, What am I rolling for, though? What am I adding? Survival. To? But roll with advantage as well. Well, I mean... I don't really need to, but you I guess it could be 20. a nat 20. Yeah, did you roll a nat 20? Um, yeah, um, that would be like a 27. Ooh. You start to harvest this thing. No problems. Hmm. Alaska, who's I'm first? looking for blood. I'm you. looking for yeah, you, scale. Friend. Okay, so if uh, Olek, what are you doing? Are you going to help with that? I will definitely help with that. Okay, we so are disassembling. Yes. Like you, you've got I mean, your, I'll leave the meat for the behemoth. You're able to get I'll, I'll give you amounts later. You, you get some scale off of this dragon. You get three vials of, of white dragon blood. You get, um, you don't get any teeth because Anithia blew its head up. Uh, I blew its head off, not off. Fine, she you get. did say he's got it in the neck, okay. specifically. <laughs> so you still, some of the teeth are still shattered. Um, you get only about 15 teeth. You get uh, 10 claws. And so, yeah, you're able to harvest that while the behemoth is eating. What are the rest of you guys going to do? Well, I'm helping with the. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> I'm using so I was like, the... he's going to just go all out those dragons. I need to get to it as right. fast as I can. I'm going to not speak until it's been. So a minute passes. <laughs> okay. 
I'm not just screaming at you guys. I would have asked who was hurt, and I would have used a charge from the um, ring of storing. Okay. And it can do up to six, so myself, Oleg. I'm um, good. You're good. Zanny? Asher could use some. Asher. I took or, like 10. Yeah, so. I took like 10, so it's not necessary, but. So we're not in dire straits, but if you have spare. I was going to give the behemoth some more. That's Just do that. Then. If you want to okay. do that, I've got my. Well, uh, we're fine. I'll. Absinthe, Behemoth, Zanny, Olik, myself, okay. so and Asher all get um, 17. You guys spend the next hour harvesting this this dragon. I will use. And kind of like the, the Behemoth just slowly eats for a while. And by the time it's done with that dragon, it's got some bones and some bits, but it, it pretty much cleans out that dragon. Gross. And then it turns back towards all of you and starts slowly lumbering over. I can have it. I, I got what Wait, I wanted. It's, just, it's oh. <laughs> to you, not the dragons, to uh, all of you. Okay. See, can you talk? Yes. I don't know. I feel like... Is it a creature? Speak with Beast is going to It will work with it. Oh, oh. well. Okay. I'll, I'll let it work. Okay. Do you have it up? Yeah. I always have Speak with Beast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> always. So it, it's kind of looking at all of you. It's not, it's not even warily. It's just interestedly looking at all of you, and it kind of... It looks at Kizzy and kind of goes, Oh my god, I'm so happy that you're okay. <laughs> Ass, that was so cool. So I guess I talked to it. So, kind of looking at all of you. So what do you say to it? Uh, how are you doing? It, it kind of starts a little bit. <laughs> I am well. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> I am well. Uh, mm. slowly inching towards you. Your, its teeth are about half as long as your body. <laughs> Do you have a name? I do have a name. You have a name? Yes. I'm Bitsy. I'm Thunder. That's a pretty fitting name. And then I'll probably introduce everybody. But (laughs) 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 Thunder's from this time. Oh, that's an old beastie. (gasps) (laughs) That a big old behemoth. This is exciting. Um, I... Are there any more white dragons we need to worry about right now? No. I did not expect them to get so smart. Four of them ambushed me. Oh. Killed two of them by himself. I am in your debt. No, no. Uh, <laughs> yes. 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 Well, well, I mean, we wouldn't mind some help getting where we're going. Where are you going? Where are we going? If we pointed in a direction, yeah. like way out that you way. Describe where you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going over the frozen ocean to where like the eternal storm is. Would that be a right way to put it? Because that's what Kenta kind of made it sound like. Is like it's always a storm. No, that's what the high priest said. Is like it's always storming yeah. out on the. I was ocean. like, I don't think Kenta said that, but no, it's, I knew someone did. <laughs> yep. You wish to cross the frozen ocean? I can take you there. I mean. <laughs> I do not think these dragons will be a problem anymore. There are no more eggs in their nest. Damn. Okay. Do you have any children? Some. They they wander far. But they can protect themselves? Of course they can. This is so fun. What do you think? Do you want me to ask? Do you want me to ask about it's gonna take out, about the old people? The yeah, other people? You could, yeah. Should we ask about them? Yeah. I guess it'd be the people who named him. I don't know if you'd remember their names or know them. Well, I mean, he remembers his name, so... So we'd probably yeah. remember them. Um, yeah, so I would... Uh, uh, were you aware of... Uh, it was Kieran and Sephira. and Sephira. I don't know many names beyond my own. It was what the two-leggeds like you call me. They probably were the ones that 
gave you the name? That was long ago. Many, many, many winters ago. Yes. Do you know what... Do you know where they went, or did you help them at all with their travels? They were headed to the ice, too. Okay, the, he, the, so Thunder was injured in a landslide. So would he have a scar from that? It's real hard to tell right now. Very you, you may have healed a bunch of hit points. He has a maximum of almost 600. Wow. So. <laughs> well, I'm wow. got him back up. <laughs> <laughs> I know the direction they were headed. You get, okay. That was long ago. Yeah, we're kind of headed in that same direction. So, Olek and Time, I'd like you to make intelligence checks. <laughs> it's okay, I'm right there I'm with you, Olek. my last luck. Oh, no, no, not bad, bad. Oh, that is much better. Uh, um, 14. It's just 14, right? That is unnatural 20. Dragons have layers. Dragons have layers. Layers have stuff. <gasps> <gasps> oh. Oh, my God. Where are God. these? Yeah, this is I mean, four dragons worth of horde. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe. Oh, uh, okay, so I would ask, you know, uh, do you know where their nests are located? I know where one nest is located. Is it around here, or is it like where? Where would it? Some it? distance. I could take you. How long would that take? Three leaps. I could, <laughs> I could carry some of you. Would it take more than like a passing of the moon and the sun? No, it would take the sun moving a little bit through the sky. Okay. <laughs> Wait, that was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so he can't take all of you. He can take probably two of you. Who would like to go and loot a dragon lair? Do you have a Bitsy. bag of holding? Uh, Bitsy, who can talk I, I to a bag of holding, but yeah. I mean, are you going to be okay food-wise? I will be contented for a very long time. Okay. It's, you know, because he killed everything, so. I only needed one. They're the ones who brought this on themselves. <laughs> so there's like another dragons. dead one somewhere, isn't there? I was going to say, there's another dead one over there. We well, he ate the dead one over here. Okay, he ate that There's one. these two dead ones here. And there's so another does dead he kind of just store the food? Probably. Slow metabolism. Yeah, like a pamphlet. When, by, by the way, when you touch him, food? he is very warm. Well, that's what it said. It said he was warm. It says ours so, is cute and warm. For the sake of brevity. I feel it's like okay. Oleg should go. No, it's okay. Well, I mean, Bitsy's tiny. Oleg could probably. Yeah, that's true. Bitsy, you could climb I could make myself smaller. Okay. So, okay. No, no, these no. three, charges. It, it, climbs, it climbs faster than you guys can walk. Like it, just, it just scales up, and then it makes like 100-foot leaps from like peak <gasps> to peak. And it probably <laughs> takes you guys 10 I'm minutes, and you <laughs> find yourself up near a mountain peak. And you, it's just an opening it's like up pop. Flying. And you can see where it probably... Most of this layer has collapsed in whatever fight oh, they had up here. There's another another dead white dragon buried underneath half this. And so a lot of this horde is, is going to be buried. But there is very obviously glittering things in the sunlight. And again, for the sake of brevity, I'll just kind of... You guys find a ring of protection. Ooh. A magical Ooh. warhammer with a plus two enchantment. Ooh. A cloak that looks like it has feathers on it. Oh. Oh. It, is a, it is wings of flying. <laughs> oh no oh. we're gonna fight um i'm good oh and there's one that i named wrong so if remake the card is a circlet of blasting oh also Damn. in this in this horde you find just loose knock like there's so much stuff buried deep in the walls and you know where this is now so technically you can come back later um there's a bunch of platinum and gems buried probably three feet deep in ice but this collapse has knocked a bunch out so you find Spending a few hours, and probably I had to communicate. You have the stone to communicate. Nine thousand gold. 
1,100 platinum pieces. <laughs> find a little like fox fur pouch inlaid with brass. It looks very expensive. You found a, a, a rose quartz star, um, a silver choker, and you find those magic items, as well as just this weird leather roll that looks like it's in pristine condition. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's big. Like, oh. it's like, looks about, looks kind of like a tent. It, it, it's kind of buried in there. You have to kind of get it out. What you find is, I mean, time if you want to identify yeah. this one, just I'll Axis. make you burn and identify on something. <laughs> I'll of use this. my lens. You find a tent of wanderers. Ooh. It takes ten minutes to set up the tent of wanderers. It must be set up in an area eight feet by ten with at least a five foot ceiling. Once it is set up, it's roughly the size of a standard two or three person tent on the outside, but significantly larger on the inside. Oh. The, the space inside includes four bedrooms, one central living area, and one storage room. The bedrooms include basic sleeping amenities and, and enough beds for up to eight people total, two beds per room and a single desk in each room. The central living space includes a table with simple silverware, a small pantry with some basic cooking tools, and a place for a fire pit with enough seating for eight. The bedrooms are all off on one side of the central living space. The storage space includes as much space as a bag of holding would be able to hold. When the tent's duration ends or it is broken down again, anything living or magical within it is ejected from the space. Any other items that were there appear in the storage room. If there is no, not enough space in the storage room, the items are thrown out of the, outside the tent. Any items generated by the tent will disappear within one minute of being taken outside. Oh. 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 Yes. Magic house. Yes. <laughs> so you guys gather this and you guys head back on Thunder. Eventually you all, all land, uh, come back, and Thunder tells you he is willing to take you where you need to go. What a homie. Can we ask him how Thunder's long it'll so good. take? How many moons? If you ride me, not many. But we can't. We can't all ride him, so. I can't climb with many on you. He is, remember, like thirty feet long, jump. twenty feet wide in the He's arms. He's a bus. He probably just he, can't do the you jumping. You can easily all ride on him. Oh well, hell yeah. I mean, your weight is nothing to him. I mean, you. He at some point moved the one of the dragons, just picked it up and moved it like it was nothing. I mean, like he's a cat dragging a mouse. Like a cat dragging a mouse. It's like okay, I'm gonna store this food somewhere for a little bit. I'll come back for it later. He's buff. He's strong. He's a strong guy. He, he rests for a while while you guys are doing your gathering, kind of curls up in a big behemoth cat shape and sleeps a little bit. Aww. Yeah, so you guys can all climb on. And even though he's jumping through rushing wind, you're warm. The more your body you press oh to him, the more goodness. warm. He's a warm bus. I love him. He's a warm bus. And he he kind of makes a little like chirp noise, and he kind of like does like jumps. He moves with you guys on him. Bustling along at about 100 feet per round. So he's moving three times faster plus than you could go, and he's not encumbered by the rough terrain. By the end of the day, you make it to the edge of the sea, which was three days' travel for you. Dope. And that's when he kind of goes and finds a place that he can't fit inside of, but you guys can all make it inside. Unless so you got a sweet tent. Like, <laughs> like, he'll just plop his butt down in front of the entrance. No one's gonna fuck with that. <laughs> no one. Putin. We're super safe. We don't even safe. need to do like watches. We have a tent. He's like a rock. A do giant. Do we need the tent if we're found a? Do we no, find, there's like, no a... wind coming in. There's a heat source, heat in your cave. He's a big warm boy. I mean, we could probably check out the tent. We're like, yeah, oh, cool! I claimed this spot. Boy. Make a dinner. Yeah. Because he sleeps. So you guys kind of wind down your day, and you figure that probably by the end of tomorrow, you will be reaching the goal you set out for. Over a month ago, or over a season ago, and you'll find out exactly what is beneath the frozen wastes.
Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the session and have a few moments to spare, we would really appreciate it if you wanted to rate us and leave us a review over on iTunes or Podbean. For contact information, or more information on the campaign in general, head over to throughthebalcony.podbean.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.